so basically uh, a whistleblower came out about Mark Zuckerberg. Um, I can't remember what about though, unfortunately. Oh, where But she came been? out and she was calling him on some shit. And then the second that she called him on that shit, all of Facebook and Instagram went down. And <laughs> I was like, that's why I'm so pissed I can't remember what it is, though, because I want to know what it is, because whatever it was sent Mark. In- <laughs> Damn, seriously? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> sent Zuckerberg into a tailspin. Like, he freaked the fuck out. He just shut it all down. So I don't know what it was. Let me but, start to show. And then all people yes. talked about was the shutdown and no one no one knew about this chick whistleblowing him on something. So yeah, let's look into that guys. I, totally have, a about that. I have a comment about that. So let me see. Well, we have to if, see if we can find that information. If you are just tuning in. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, we gotta show it. Sorry, <laughs> just man. like we're on a show. We're not yeah. Just <laughs> he always forgets. <laughs> if you're just I tuning in. I've just been smoking a little bit. That's my business. Shit. <laughs> That's my business. I'm saying I'm, just I'm saying. your host Logan. And this is the Milk and Toast Podcast. I'm here with my two best friends. Say hi to the people, Mitch. Ave Maria. I'm I'm really going to catch him because I feel like he's done that one too. Say hi to the people, Claire. Hey, guys. I'm back. Yay! <laughs> so I'm mad we didn't even bring that up you. once. I wasn't even like, hey, Claire, good to have you back. I completely forgot. <laughs> I mean, it's in the last so episode description, so, you know. You were there in spirit. You should probably read the episode description. Uh, tell them where they can I find us, read. Claire. <laughs> that was wonky, right? <laughs> tell them where they can find us. <laughs> so you can like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Eventually, we will have video. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and social. Like, all, we're pretty much on all over social media. Like, we're like a disease. Twitter. <laughs> I don't know if I would describe my podcast like that, but okay. <laughs> I describe myself as a disease, so that's all my fucking association. And then, yeah, find us wherever you can get your podcasts. Uh, Good Pods, Spotify. Um, I personally like Spotify the best. You can listen to it for free. Um, well, you can listen to it for free anyway, but you don't have to, like, do anything. You can get free Spotify and you can email us at themilkandtoast at gmail.com for any inquiries or cat pics or dog pics or cool art stuff. Um, I still haven't done anything with the friggin' Reddit. I'm so sorry about that. I no, I'm going to help you I'm with that. Gonna we're going to, we're going to do, yeah. we're going to do some stuff with the Reddit. I'm, I'm, I'm like okay. all over here with yeah, that. Logan's yeah. Logan's going to get me kickstarted. And then he's just yeah. like, you know, like when you get a kid on a bike and you're like, it's okay. It's okay. And then the kid looks behind to see that their dad's still there. And the dad's just like off in the distance. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be me. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to crash and fall into a ditch. Yes. So look out for it. If you don't crash, um, you don't learn. <laughs> That you should probably keep pedaling. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, when I was a kid, I was such a little dick. So I fell off my bike one time and I just decided, I'm like, no, nah, fuck that thing. I hate that thing. That hurt me because I'm so like stubborn and vindictive. I just didn't get back on the bike. <laughs> Dad was like, don't you want to ride the bike again? You want to go take the bike out back? I was like, no. Baby Claire picks I, up her tricycle and spend, throws you know, it against like the ground. On a bike, <laughs> this reminds me of how I learned how to ride a bike. Had, yeah, this is great compelling content. Thanks. Um, like, <laughs> you guys turned into us. Like, <laughs> um, But no, I learned how to ride a bike because like, uh, 
they made fun of me because I didn't know how to ride a bike when they had like a bike seminar at my school or something. Like they had like a bike safety training. A bike That's what seminar. it was. Yeah, it was oh, a okay. bike safety <laughs> training. So like they put all the clones yeah, out. In suits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Schwinn. <laughs> this is a mongoose. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they had like the kids like, you know, going around the cones and you're supposed to learn the like stuff and stuff. And I mm-hmm. never r- rode a bike I, without the training wheels, that is. Right. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't ride it without the training wheels. So I had to ride a bike. I was like, how old was I? Oh, that had to been like 10 or something, 10 or 11. And so like I never rode one without the training wheels. And the kids are assholes and they made fun of me. And like I felt so mm-hmm. bad that day that I came home and... And I told my parents about it. And my dad actually taught me to ride a bike that same day. Like it was oh, like, sweet, yeah. Like I just, I just remembered that when Claire like said that, like I just had that. So you say you had hardships, but your parents were really nice. <laughs> my dad that doesn't was mean you won't fuck. have hardships. Every, every once in <laughs> no, a while. I know. Every once in a while I they know. sprinkle in a little bit of d- bike teaching. You know what I mean? It was just like everyone. You I'm know. kidding. No. Well, your mom's getting kidding, but that's wrong. I'm sorry. Um, I'm still on the bike team. He's like, yeah, through the trauma, you know, like, you know, I busted my I'm lip kidding. on the hardwood floor because my dad hit me too hard. But he taught me to ride a bike that same day. You know what I'm saying? I'm kidding. Like, it was, oh, it was kind no, I'm laughing at Logan. You didn't hear what he just said? You didn't, you didn't yes. hear what he said? Oh, okay, damn, he missed the joke. He was like, he was like, every now and then they would sprinkle in a little bit of bike teachings. I just yeah. thought that was hilarious. Oh, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. No, um, you're good. It wasn't that serious, that Claire. Good. You're fine. My no, I was yeah. No, Sorry. Claire, so I was actually thinking. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> no, no, you were fine. Claire, I, I was actually was thinking about that. Like, mm. I I had like a good childhood. But like a, uh, I don't know. It was like we were sheltered our sh- our childhood coming up, so like we yeah. didn't know all the bad shit that was actually going on. No, I get yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. So then, like, you don't have to talk about this if you don't want to. I was only joking. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, don't so, want you, I just don't want you to feel like you have to like, getting, justify yourself on the pod. vulnerable like, on the pod. Yeah, I don't want you to feel like, yeah. If you want to, go for it. Like, sorry, No, I don't feel like it anymore. I'm like, <laughs> Way to be supportive, Claire. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I yeah. thought I was being. <laughs> you were. You were too oh, no, supportive. I, oh, fuck. Did you not get the sarcasm? I was being dead serious. He was dead being vulnerable. You're like, no, don't force it. I was like, I was like, wait, to be supportive, but I was doing it to the extreme. Oh. Like, support, yeah. Claire. Yeah. <laughs> we can't even. I just know this. Logie, and I just know that, like, as much as, like, if he's fine with it in the moment, he'll listen back and be like, ew, gross, vulnerability cut out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He does yeah. it for me. Like, he'll be I've, like, I cut this bit out because you sounded hella vulnerable, and I, I don't want that image for you. And I'm like, thanks. Thanks. That's okay. So now that now that I'm here, let me just flip my non-existent hair. Now that I'm here, just yeah. so you both know, you need a wig. This is, yo, I yeah, I probably should. Well, I'll get that one of these days for you. But in any case, now that I'm here, mm-hmm. just so we know, it's a safe space. You both can be vulnerable around me, and not have to deal with each other. If that's Mr. what you well want to do. Mr. Well adjusted over here, Mr. I had I mean, a good childhood over here, Mr. <laughs> well adapted, and my childhood Mr. was Christmas okay. Went well at my house over here. <laughs> I mean, I did get those rollerblades when I was eight from oh. my dad. Like <laughs> he was so good to me, <laughs> but no, no, no. There's, there's still it's enough trauma. Horrible. He's like, my dad loved me. <laughs> you can tell whose house didn't have a no fighting on Christmas rule. Jeez, um. yeah. uh, I can't say all that because my parents and grandparents just had to break us up because we was wild children. 
Well, I know I'm, I'm not taking you serious, but like this is how well this is how wait 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 Mitch wait wait <laughs> pause everybody that. pause everybody pause this is how well adjusted Mitch is right Claire says well adapted wait yeah whatever Claire <laughs> says you could tell who had a no fighting on Christmas rule on Christmas and Mitch thought because he's so well adjusted he thought it was for the children I know. <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. You're right. I dead completely yeah, did like that. that. I'm yeah. sorry, Claire. It would be like that. No, Max, it would be like that. It would be like that. Sitting at the table crying while your parents are in the other room. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, Claire. <laughs> sorry, I put heavy I can't even. I wanted room. to laugh, but I'm like, that's not like, I'm like, oh, that You're actually genuinely makes me sad. If you don't laugh, we'll be crying. <laughs> maybe. Oh, um, this is the reason I hate Christmas. Maybe we're supposed to be crying? Wait, what'd you say? It's a word Christmas? Mate, don't even. Um, <laughs> I said there is a reason I hate Christmas. Yeah, me too. Uh, uh, that reminds me, like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me, like... It's October and we haven't said shit about it. And I actually like Halloween. Um, Halloween's my favorite I, holiday. I like Halloween October. isn't a bad one. Yeah. Shout so out to Samhain. But I, it's justifiable. The other day, me and Sarah watched A Nightmare Before Christmas. And it made me think of you, Claire, because like we always like talk about that. So we gotta have a mar- we're going to have a watch party. So fuck it. Me and you are okay. going to have a watch party about. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> She's so happy. Yeah. I love it. Boys and girls of every age, <laughs> wouldn't you like to hear something <gasps> strange? Come with mean- us and you will see this our town of Learning. Halloween. Yeah. This is yes. Halloween. We can finally Sorry. have a double date. They're like, oh yeah, like, that's right. Yeah, All right, you can cool. Get wine well, and fuck and we'll my feelings, huh? And then we'll put it. Well, maybe we'll get a little bit and come join. <laughs> you want a fifth wheel? Nah, I don't. I don't. You could like, I could, but I don't want to. I mean, don't make it sound like that because it is not like that, and that's just gonna depress me. What you saying, Mitch? You saying that like they didn't see that? Oiled up picture you put on uh, Instagram. That wasn't oil. That was sweat. Story. How dare you? Don't you? Don't you fake? Don't you try to do some fake ass sweat? sweat. Fuck no, bro. That was sweat. Sweat. When I see it. Okay, what? <laughs> that's really, really strange. That's really, really strange. Dang. You went to Vaseline. But anyway, too. No, that was it's just cheap, fresh it's a sweat. Poor man's oil. Leave us alone. That was just. We got to work with that work with. It's a poor man's oil. But if you keep smoothing it out. It's foreplay, baby. It's foreplay. Yo. <laughs> Welcome back to the Yo, pod, Claire. So- <laughs> Happy to be here, oh darling. Oh, my God. Yo. In any case, like I was saying, I'm sorry I glisten. I'm sorry I glisten when I exercise sometimes. <laughs> like, I'm sorry I'm and I caught the angle. I caught the, I caught the angle, and I was like, yo, I got to put this shit up. <laughs> I caught the angle. I was like, I got to put this shit up. No, I've been, yo, I've been feeling, because I was a shy kid growing up, but lately I've been using, I've been using the the exhibitions that I do for that, because that's really like my post-motivational keep working thing. But I use those now to be like, nah, show that shit out, man. He's like, you don't got to be ashamed of shit. He's like, everyone just shows on Instagram. Oh, I'm I sorry. Know. Mitch is a full Excuse me. Thought. Like, he's Excuse like, yeah. me. <laughs> Excuse me. Three of us who thirst traps more. Thirst Mitch. trap small? Mitch, yes. Mitch. I don't thirst trap at all. I was cupid. Stop I'm it. I'm just like, hey, I don't. I don't. Isn't the wait? Does, does the purpose <laughs> of the thirst trap post. not involve me trapping women who comment or say something like, on my post? Where, my traps are empty. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> <using the right laughs> <to> <laughs> which is all I'm saying. 
Which is all I'm saying. Which is all I'm saying. <laughs> just, I'm checking unfortunately, them traps every morning. Because they're not thirst traps. So unfortunately, like, you Those know. thirst I, traps. I'd be seeing, seeing women comments and being like, damn, I could. For any, but like, that for any the woman that knows Mitch and is confused, l- let me cue you in. Those are thirst traps, all right? There's, <laughs> He's thirsty. The man rolled up shorts. Yet, like the pants no, those, were already short. No, those were my like boxers, so you can see my thighs and my. You, know, you and your undies, boy. Those are boxers, <laughs> and they were lower. He they were lower. Like it was better. He said that like it was better. Like no, nah, it like, wasn't rolled up shorts. That was my it was rolled up shorts. Between that uh, one and the poor man's oil Vaseline reference, I'm just good for the night, bro. And like hearing Claire say it made it sound like made it sound like 16th century pirate era. She was like, oh, yeah. Vaseline. <laughs> it's a poor man's oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, man. But uh, no, nah, they were rolled you, up boxes. You never know. We have actual serious shit to talk about today. <laughs> yeah. And if we're qualified to do it, I don't know. So we're going to try. <laughs> but don't be confused Ooh, about the things I do to make can. sure I maintain and boost my self-esteem. And don't compare that with this thirst trapping like my friends are trying to do. Listen, do you guys want to bury the lead and talk about Dave Chappelle last or let's just like hop into it? Dave last or middle. To be honest, it doesn't have to be middle. I mean, it doesn't have to be last, but it, Mitchell, I don't want to start what? with it. Sorry. Make a decision. <laughs> no, I said it, <laughs> It doesn't have to be. Li- it doesn't have to be last, but I'd only otherwise accept middle. So it could be middle or last. It can't be. Hey, what the funny? Hey, Mitchell, darling, did you know you can make a decision in your mind before you speak? <laughs> you know what the yes, funny Claire. shit about that is? What? When I asked Claire to be on the show, right? I already mm-hmm. had like the idea in my head that I'd have Mitch and like some other people on the show, but like I'm, I'm. It's funny you said it. Like <laughs> I know <laughs> how I said it. It's me. Uh, it's me, I know, Claire, you know and then Mitch it, and some other people, but definitely me. Yeah, but when I hey. asked Claire to be on the show, the reason I asked, one of the reasons I asked her to be on the show was that, like, she could help, like, rein me in. And oh. all she's done for the entirety of this show's run is rein Mitchell in. <laughs> like, I thought I was the Rains? one. Like, <laughs> Reigns, you say. So, so here's the thing. Mitchell's a lot more fun to pick on than you are. <laughs> yeah, Logan used to say that as well. Y'all be so, y'all be so annoying Here's with it. Here's the thing. <laughs> I pick on Logan. And he has such a boring response. He's like, oh, I'm a little bitch. Well, damn, Claire. Well, damn. Claire coming for everybody today. Pen. Well, aha, there you go. You lost your pen. That's um, exactly what she's talking about. <laughs> shut up, Mitch. <laughs> uh, Here's something I wanted to talk about, and I think it'll lead in nice to like the Dave Chappelle thing. Because this is part of my points about it, but it's like a separate conversation. Okay? Okay. Um, I wanted to talk about how like how should like we talk about art on the show a lot. And like yeah. Uh, we're all kind of artists in our own right. And so what I was thinking about is like, how should your art evolve? Like as you get older, like as you get older, Mm. like how should your art move on? You know what I mean? Like how should it evolve? And so like, (laughs) 
yes, the Dave Chappelle thing made me think about it. But the reason why Dave Chappelle made me think about it was because when I was watching his special, like Dave Chappelle, I don't know how old he is now. Claire, do you know how old Dave Chappelle is? He's got to be like, I don't know. Oh, sorry. I can Google it. I don't know. Yeah, can you Google it for me, please? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how old Dave Chappelle is, but like, he's had this thing where like he had he's to 48. be. He's forty eight. He's forty eight. Wow, damn. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if he's aging well, but like, he's forty eight now, right? He shouldn't look like that for forty eight. How does he look? I mean, he looks a little I, raggedy. Like he's buff as shit, but he looks a little raggedy. I'm for wise, so the I man's stressed. <laughs> the man's stressed. We all look like that. Like. I mean, yeah, I get why he's stressed. Like that's part of like what I'm talking about. Is that like Dave Chappelle's had like a career from like stand up to like off brand movies to like uh, like he was in like the Nutty Professor or whatever for like three seconds. Yeah, Yeah. he was. He makes he makes fun of like Eddie Murphy being fat and everything, and like that's that he's like a mean comedian, which is funny. It's just funny now that I think about it. But like <laughs> but like the whole thing is like he's an asshole comedian. He's like punching down on this person that's like fat. Well, he's always has been. Like he's never been good. He's no, never he's, been yeah, he's never been like, you know, like the best. A good yeah. Yeah. He's not John Mullaney with his little suit and his yeah, clean no, he's cut never hair been and like, his yeah. like silly jokes. Like he's always been one of the hard hitting yeah, Big he's bags. never been like a safe comedian. No. But then, like, he had like Chappelle's show, and that's also controversial in his own right and has his own stuff. But then, like, all of his stand up and his comedy has been like fitted right for the times that he's in, right? But then, yeah. when he got kind of, he almost kind of like, he was blacklisted in Hollywood for a time, right? Which is when, like, he quit the Chappelle show, he rejected all that money, and that's the story, that's the legend, or whatever. So it's only, like, a couple of years ago that, like, he comes back on the scene, right? And then he starts telling, yeah, around that time, starts telling jokes again. Uh, He's on SNL right before, like, Trump gets elected or or Mm -hmm. right after. And then, like, like, that's his, this is his new career now. Based off the old career, but it's still his new career. What what made me like think about it is that like when I don't know something's going on out there. I'm sorry, guys. But like what made me think about it was that like uh, he is still kind of telling the same doo doo pee pee jokes that he was <laughs> like when yeah. when he first started out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like in such a bigger position now, and it's not. And it's not just Dave Chappelle. You can like take a, like a, a bunch of other artists now these days that like they have their art, but like is their art like growing? Is it expanding? Like you have rappers that are like speak like rapping about like shit that happened like when they were twenty, and they're like forty eight now too. You know what I yeah. mean? And it makes me think about like as you do something, how should it evolve? You know what I mean? Like, how should it evolve, not just with the times, but, like, how should it evolve Mm. with you? Like, how should you get more mature in your art? I think some... I'll just... Sorry, I'll be just being quick with this. Mm -hmm. I think some... When it comes... It's hard to explain. It's not necessarily just comedians, but, like, I'll just use comedians as an example. You know, they want to do... Like, they made people laugh. Like, they when they got big, they made people really laugh with this studio PP shit when they were, like, in their 20s. So, you know, 
that's what made people laugh. Mm. And it's just sort of into the thing of like instead of doing what's genuine, what they find funny or what's relevant to them, doing what made people laugh is what they end up doing. You know what I mean? And like that yeah. happens with musicians as well. Like, you know, people want to buy the pop you know, rap, whatever hits. So they go, they tend towards that. Like that happens with a lot of rock bands and metal bands and stuff is they'll start off really heavy, but then because that's not so, like that's not as mainstream and doesn't bring in as much money, they convert to pop. A country as well, like the whole Taylor Swift thing about country yep. to pop, Shania Twain, country to pop, you know, because pop like brings Shania in Twain. so much more money. Right. What do you say, Mitch? He's saying no, like Shania said, Twain. I, I like Shania Twain. Oh, me too. I'm not downing on these people. I'm just saying this is something, like, you know, girls got to make money. I don't judge. Right. But, like, this is what I feel like where it's coming from. They're sort of, like, this is what the whole selling out uh, stigma is, is, you know, going for what makes people want to buy your content mm. over what's more relevant to you. Um, and it's a bit different when it comes to comedy and stuff like that from music in the sense that, like, with comedy, it's supposed to be relevant to the times, I feel. Like, with a lot of comedy, you're supposed to joke about what's happening in people's lives so people relate to it. And they're like, haha, yeah, I do, you know, drop that. I don't know. Insert yeah, yeah, yeah. situation you go through in life here. Um, sorry. We're <laughs> not funny on purpose here. We're just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a comedian. <laughs> you say some funny I'm shit sometimes. I'm a psychotic sometimes, washed out psych who's on a podcast. Anyway. Uh, dig it. <laughs> dig it. Dig it. Dig it. So, anyway. That's on brand then. Yeah. <laughs> so. Facts. What am I saying? Oh, yeah. So it's just, it's okay. <laughs> Hence the washed out psychotic. Anyway. I, I wanted to help uh, you so bad, too. Like, it was like, <laughs> but go ahead. Um, so I just think that people really just want to do what makes them money in general. And I don't mm. judge. I'm not against that. You know, I respect that to an extent because I understand how hard. Like I'm poor. Like I was. I was. I've had a poor childhood. I'm grown up from the bottom of the barrel. I get what it's like to want money. Um, right. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> um, but at the same time, you know, you got to look at the integrity of art. You know, and like there's this whole thing that I saw recently and it was about these people who are like environmentalists and stuff and this girl who's an environmentalist and an anarchist and whatever else, she was like saying that all her friends like sold out. All her friends, they had jobs in real estate and business and everything and they're making all this money and they're at this charity event where these people are feeding hundreds of thousands of people. These people with all these jobs are feeding all these people. And she's saying that they sold out. And these, the people with the jobs are like to this girl, well, how many mouths have you fed aside from your own? Mm. You know, like, yeah. so, you know, it's very, it's complicated. It's a complicated thing. It, I think it just depends on how much your art means to you, honestly. I was and if you're going to monetize it. Where are you going to go with it? Like how much confidence you have in it? Yeah, because I was going to say that I take your point where it's like how much does your art mean to you? But also like I think if you're an artist, you know when you're making bad art. And so even if your bad art is like commercial or like it, it's it's making you money, it's making you a living, right? If it's If it's 
killing your soul, you're still feeling that. Like, I think if an artist is making bad art, at some point, it's going to affect you. It's not That's even necessarily going to affect your right opinion. Yeah, so my soul's dead, but at least my stomach's dead. You know, Logan, like just that, playing that's devil's hard. Advocate. That's hard to live with. Yeah, that's a little no, but hard the, to live the, with. That's that's You're still your me. opinion, though, that. Logan. My, I you know. have morals. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, what are you saying, I mean, Mitch? You, that's unfortunately your opinion. You, I, you you're morally really far feel away. That? Sorry. Oh, really? I'm right here. Nah, I'm literally right here near. <laughs> I'm not even. <laughs> hold on, let me make sure. <laughs> yeah, there you are. Well, Hello. can you can you guys hear me? Well, no, no, no. Mind you, I I agree with you, but unfortunately, that's just what we feel like should happen or may happen that's not the case with some people some people be fake like that i don't know if they feel at all but in terms of like your question because i what i actually wanted to say uh, a little bit of a different perspective in terms of what your question was because you're like how should your art grow with you Mm. my legit answer to that question and this is just what i feel the truth to be but you don't have to agree with me if you don't yeah go um your art should grow with you in the sense that you have to be genuine to what it is that you're expressing. You have to be genuine to, the, to what it is, whatever you're doing, whether it be painting, singing, you're doing comedy. You have to be genuine to what your artistry is at whatever time you're experiencing and expressing it. Whatever the fuck that means to you. Now, that's where things get hard because that could mean different things to other people. The reason I, I bring up why I said what you were saying is an opinion, because some people legit, I just whether it be because they're not in tune with themselves whether it be because they, they don't have the talent for it or maybe they're not educated on, on in, in their field, really, and just do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Some people legit like, yo, this is this is the most fire shit ever. Name the five greatest rappers of all time. Dylan, 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 Speed Hot Fire, right. who was trash. But the point of that character was that motherfucker really believed in himself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And put that out as art. Though... I don't think, personally, from my perspective, they were being genuine to themselves at all. But maybe they were being genuine, and that's what their art looked like. You know what I mean? So for me, if you're talking about how is your art supposed to grow with you, well, you got to be genuine to what it is you're expressing. The job of an artist, and that isn't just comedian, the job of an artist still is reflecting what's happening around them, what they're experiencing, that, like what's inspiring them. You got to, for me, you got to stay genuine to that. The thing is, as we grow older or as we have different experiences, that's going to change. Your art should still be reflecting what's genuinely happening with inside you or around you. Boom, out to the highest level you can do it. You got to be giving your all into it. That may look different for other people, for, for everybody. But nonetheless, like, this is your expression. This is what your art's supposed to be looking at. Are you expressing yourself to the full, to your full capabilities for whatever you wanted to express, however you wanted to express it. Right. I think I, I, I get that. I feel like I think I probably was wrong just now in the way I framed it because the way you just framed it for me sounds like, I don't know if I agree with the point about being genuine as the most high form of art. But I think when you said expression, that's what like hit the chord for me is that like, are you able to express in the most like in in your most pure way? And are you able to perfect what it is that you're trying to express at all? You know what I mean? Like, are you able to fine tune that? Like, I think that if I say it in the way I say it, it sounds more like should your art evolve 
as far as the competition of art goes. And I don't believe that. I don't believe that you should make better art because somebody else might make art that's better than you. Well, if you're, you're not making, supposed to be competing. Like it isn't, the thing is when we're we talking- are, We're not, but that's what we get caught up in, caught right? Up in. And so that's what I'm saying is that's what I'm trying not to say is that like, it's not necessarily for other people that you should strive to make better art. You should strive to make better art for yourself. Because of the fact that whatever I mean, art is your expression, and it and it's just you expressing yourself. It's just like me speaking, or or like any type of communication. Which is why I liked doing film, and why I like doing art is because it was a way for me to communicate to people what it was I was thinking, what it was I was feeling, without having to say that. You know, right. but yeah, Claire on- brings up a. Oh, go ahead, Claire. Sorry. <laughs> you wanna, did you want to say something? He knew, you were, he knew you had a good point before you said it. <laughs> so. well, no, it's just I wasn't I wasn't done in one sense because I was just trying to answer the question. But Claire brought up like a super valid point in terms of like what I like to call it is, you know, you have your genuine art and then you have what becomes as we know it as commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Claire brought up pop shit coming up and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah. you're right. And I think... When it comes to monetizing art in any form, it's really it's it's a hard thing to do. You know, I think choosing to <laughs> monetize art, girl. I know. But what yeah. I'm saying is, this is why I choose not to, and why mm-hmm. I've never wanted to personally. Like, I'm not judging anyone who does, including Mitchell, but I've never wanted to be an actress or a musician or an artist, even if I can do any of those things, not music, I'm a terrible singer, but <laughs> any of those things. Like I've never wanted to do any of those things because I have always seen the downfall. I've, you know, we see mm. it portrayed and some people will find it worth it. Some people want to do it and find it worth it. And I love, love it. And that's great. And good, you know, good for them, whatever. Sorry, I'm trying to be supportive, but I'm also very dismissive, but that's just me as a person. Um. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> I think just like she wasn't you, finished. You're not finished. I don't think so. No, I just had it like I almost died. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll live. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I think because of people monetizing art, it's it gets into dangerous territory with our young, our kids and stuff. Like there was this kid I was working with at one time. And I was like, do you want to draw? Like I was trying to get her to draw because a lot of um, child therapies through art and expression yeah. and that's how they communicate that because this what Logan said about expressing himself reminded me of this, you know. Mm. Um, I know a lot of – I know some autistic kids who use film and video games and stuff to express themselves. You know, there's a lot of um, pictures that autistic children use like sad, happy, angry – um, all that sort of stuff to sort of understand what facial re- uh, expressions mean and stuff like that. So anyway, I'm talking to this kid and I'm like, "You want to draw? Do you, can you draw me a picture?" And she said, "No." And that, I was like, "All right. Well, why why don't you want to draw me a picture?" And she's like, "Because I'm not good at it." And I was like, "Sorry? What do you mean you're not good at it? Everyone can draw." And she's like, "I'm not good at art." And I was like, "Oh, well, I'm not that good at art either, but I draw all the time." And she was like. No, I don't want to because if someone sees it, they'll see how bad it is. And I was like, well, that doesn't really matter, does it? No one's going to see it. And she's like, you're going to see it. And I was like, well, I don't care how bad it is. Like, I just want, I would, 
I'm, you know, I was yeah, just yeah. so like, right. I was so confronted by this that it was really hard, like, uh, to, I guess, explain to this kid it doesn't matter what other people think mm. of your art. You know what I mean? This kid didn't want to draw. And I've seen, other, like, I have, I follow people on Instagram and stuff. And, like, one chick I follow had a really similar experience. It was people with kids she knew and she was struggling with the fact that like people were commenting on her art that she was just sharing randomly like because she was just drawing and she was sharing random drawings and people were telling her how to do it better and whatever else and it's just really frustrating to me and that's why I'm so defensive of art not being monetized and I know it's sort of clashes with Mitchell's whole bit and I just no, want to say no, that No, it doesn't care. at all. What? When did you get that No, point? no, no. No, I have an issue with art being monetized. I, not with I know. Art. How does how does that clash no, with my Mitch bit? No, Mitch doesn't have an issue about it being issue, monetized. Mitchell doesn't have an issue. I just said, like, I can see how it clashes on the podcast into other people's perspectives. Oh, okay. We've got one oh, person right. on the podcast who is an actor. Is a, is yeah. an actor who yeah. monetizes uh, his yeah. art. And we've got myself who... Like you're a paid actor. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Well, you yeah, when, oh, when they pay okay, you, you're yeah, a paid no, actor. No, okay. I didn't... I didn't yeah. Oh, thanks, Clara, for being so sensitive, I guess. But no, I wasn't... I, I'm i going to speak on I that in a second. I think you have a problem. I'm just, I can just see, sort of see from an outside perspective how it can be a little bit confusing when you're listening to a podcast and you have such conflicting yeah no um, i i, I get that on no. that if, podcast before that, no. before you go mitch if i could jump in real quick oh uh, yeah sure. what i wanted to say because you probably have more insight than me but what i wanted to say is that she was talking about like you know monetizing art and why she would never monetize art but like my idea of like when you monetize art and this is really the the hardest part i think for most artists because a lot of artists are independent I feel like the majority of artists are independent. It's not a oh, yeah, majority. I never want to tell of, anyone what to do. Like. Yeah. It's not the majority of artists like have a deal. Like everybody's trying to get yeah. a deal. You know what I mean? So like, but what happens is you get caught up in this system where like uh, you have to produce so that you can make, so that they can make money and you can make money and they're making money off of you and you can get whatever they, whatever is left over really. But then what I really think that like should be a good practice for like people who are trying to make art is like find a way to divorce money from art from your art is like it's not bad so so much that you can get paid for your art so much that what is, is the money running your art you know what i mean is the money like guiding your art is the money like guiding that paintbrush because if Logan. that's what's guiding it then that's the problem yeah, what? Logan. Go for it. So you bring that up, which is cool, because mm -hmm. one of the topics we had had that I've been meaning to touch on is you had asked me, remember, is acting better because of business? Yeah. You could replace acting literally with art, and my answer mm -hmm. will always be no. Though, yes, I am an artist trying to monetize my, my craft, mm -hmm. of course, to live. Obviously, I want to do that. This is the reason my answer is resoundingly no. Art has never been better due to business. As we've all established here, it actually, in terms of the art, kind of always makes it worse. Because artists stop being genuine to the art and getting after what people actually want to spend money on. Mm. And instead, get 
bogged down by people trying to put up these business models, which confuse things by chasing this money so high. Mind you, we live in this capitalistic society that's gross in the first place. Mm -hmm. What do you think happens to art when you add that system over it? The same thing that happens to everything else. People get really disgusting. All of a sudden, the bottom line matters more than what you were after in the first place. And you're willing to do something over something that doesn't have any value till we say it does rather than treating people properly. And that happens in the scheme of art. That happens in the scheme of acting as well. The reason why I was going to tell you acting isn't better because of business. And now I'm speaking specifically about acting. And you wanted to get into the business side of things. And I'm, I'm like, in terms of the acting, no. Because when you study acting, when you get a sense of what acting is about, you get you get the, the chance to understand, like, all right, I'm here to take this screenplay or this this um, script from from the theater and bring it to life. In order for me for me to do that, I can't really be focused on anything other than what's happening in this text. Mm. What I'm getting from the text for myself to bring out and express, and you know notes from the director or maybe some other people to express this properly. Why in the world, on top of having to do all of that, I also have to think about the stresses of you know making this check or maybe not eating the next day. That's not going to be a proper relationship to, you know, produce the most genuine art. I'm probably going to be stressed, panicked, and miss shit because of it. That right. doesn't improve or help acting at all. Now, what you want to talk about is how, well, you know, for instance, there's an actor's union. Okay, well, that makes, makes sure that, you know, actors are prey properly and not manipulated and abused. That's awesome. That should also kind of be fucking self-explanatory, no matter what. No, sector that's you not. Exist in. I mean, no, they shouldn't well, be. But that wasn't be my like point. A side my of point, it. Okay. No, my point was really that, like, I I draw something, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I draw a painting, right? And it could be like the best painting in the world, right? The reason I draw the painting shouldn't be because I'm gonna get a check out of it, right? And the way I'm thinking about it is that not that I don't need to eat tomorrow, but that like when I make my painting, there should be a way where I don't have to think about the money part, you know, and I know that's a little pie in the sky, but I'm saying yeah, was, that when we're, when you're doing art as a business, I think there should be a way where you give your artists a comfort so that they can produce, so that they can produce the best that they can produce without having to think about oh if i don't do the if i don't paint the way they they saw me paint last time or if i don't have this rhyme scheme the way they heard it before or you know do whatever then or make this movie the same way they made it, they watched it last time you know then i'm not going to eat and that's just not that's not fair to the artist you know especially when the artist should be able to grow and needs to grow you know what i mean uh, yeah. Very few people have the privilege of that. And I think that the system should change so that we should have a system that like fosters art in a way that like uh, it shouldn't be about getting signed to do your art so that you can like uh, produce every so often so that, you know, they, you know, you know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say a little bit? It's not, it should, like, it should be the other way around. It should be like, here is your, your check to live off of and do your art. And then you'll get another one after the art's done. You know what I mean? Like art should be an investment. It shouldn't be like a, uh, 
a paid type thing where like so you know um, what I mean. Traditionally, we called we called that well at least what I'm used to hearing we called that a patron of the arts. Yes, like you know yes. in Greek times you'd be yes. out here and someone would provide for your means of living. Right. You know, whether your housing was good, you had food, you were clothed and, you know, maybe maybe they gave you a, a little spending money or something like that. The, I don't know the details of the relationship, but that's kind of what you're describing. And then the artist's point once all the because we've established this before. We've talked about this real quick. We was like an art isn't need art isn't needed for basic survival. As un, and it pains me to have to say that shit as an artist, as a thoroughbred artist. That's actually not true. But to, yeah, so I have two yeah, so for, for basic survival. So two things. First of all, okay. I watched this movie that did like was like a psychological study. It was really cool. Can't remember the name of it. I'll get if you want, I can put it in the link below, whatever. But so they did one experiment, and in the first experiment, they only had so this is for a team of people who are going to survive after an apocalypse. Side note. Oh shit. Like <laughs> context. <laughs> so there's Great this you. group of people, and they had an underground bunker with, and they could have like they, this was all a visual experiment, and they could have whatever they needed. So the first time they decided that they would have just things for basic living, water, food, you know, all ex- mm-hmm. everything you need to basically just live, clothes, you know, utensils, whatever. But they were depressed. Like they were really depressed and, and they were bored. And, you know, like they'll be like, oh, can I, like they reached the limit of how much they could stuff and they'll be like, oh, can I get a book? Could I get, you know, um, uh, canvas, can I get this, can I get that, can I get some music? And the person who was running the experiment was like, no, because you've reached your limit. So you have everything you need to survive, but you don't have any entertainment, mm. basically. And these people were like, like, they were going through, like, what would happen if they didn't end up having entertainment? You know, they didn't have any friggin' um, Art, culture. Yeah, art, <laughs> culture. And it was depressing. And they, so, and they didn't, like, the experiment didn't last because the people didn't last in the experiment because they estimated, so this was all based on psychology and math and everything, that they only lasted a few years because humans can't last without any sort of entertainment. You know, and they do studies like in prison experiments and stuff like that where, you know, it's actually incredibly cruel to put someone in isolation, not just on the social aspect, aspect but you're just in a friggin' room with a bed no, and like basic anemones, like there's no, yeah. you know, books, yeah. there's no, you know, TV, there's no, you can't even draw on the bloody walls. And that's part of what sends people into madness. So as much as we say out as a culture, we don't need any art or anything to survive. It's actually been scientifically proven that you do. You really do because, you know, hmm. it's one of those things where you've got to keep your brain occupied. Mm-hmm. Um, even in like caveman times and stuff, they had, that's like, they, there's like, um, evidence of people throwing, like doing these weird stick games and like playing with like rocks and stuff and like cave paintings, drawings, you know, that's still a form of art, you know? So, you know, and they'd make up, um, songs and stuff. Like there's history of all that sort of stuff. Like that, like there's like wear and tear on like, um, fossils and stuff from like, just doing stuff that involve like can be led to art. Right. So as a species, art is incredibly important to us. Mm-hmm. Incredibly important to our survival. And it's overlooked immensely because it isn't, you know, gonna feed you or whatever else. Yeah. 
And okay. this is why I'm not against 100% monetizing art. I get it because if people didn't monetize art, I wouldn't have my music. I wouldn't have my paintings. I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even like have TV or anything. You know, yeah. I wouldn't have all my shows. I wouldn't have like, I feel like we, like, it's a good thing to an extent. I just think the societal pressure we put on children and people. The pressure. T- you know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, I'm, yeah, absolutely. The fact that, yeah. so it's I like. I like, lost a little bit at the end, but you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you was all there. It's so, so when we say monetizing something though, it's a. It's like it's like there's levels to this, all right? There's levels to this shit. So when we talk about monetizing something, we haven't necessarily brought it all the way to to full on business or you know marketing yet, because you know if I come up and I have something and I'm just like if I have a a shiny rock or whatever, <laughs> shiny rock, we just say diamond. I have a diamond and I'm like, hey Logan, I know, right? Isn't that funny? I was like shiny, oh shiny rock. Oh, shiny. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, if I have a diamond, <laughs> if I have a diamond, it's my diamond. I just found it. I don't need a fucking business plan to go up to Logan and be like, yo, you got a mill? If you if you have a mill, yo, you got a mill on you? I mean, that diamond's yours. I just monetize that diamond easy. But now, if I want to make a strategic plan to to do that for multiple upon multiple of diamonds and set it up for my generations. We're talking about two different levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're still in the same field, of course, but we're talking about two different things. Because yeah. mind you, mind you, I'm an artist who's trying to monetize his art. For me, the reason I'm upset is because whenever I got to catch a deal or anything, all these people all of a sudden want a piece of the work that I've been doing. And it's, it's weird because it's like, what, I can't do that myself? Now, I'm not trying to take away from anybody because in some instances, maybe I'm antisocial, which I am. Maybe I'm not as good at getting people to view my art. Maybe I'm, I'm an actor. Maybe I can't get people to come to the theaters. But I have someone that's like, I can guarantee that 52 people come, come see the show, Mitch. And bro, we can make at least like $500. There's good reason for me to be like, hey, man, if you do that for me, maybe I'm willing to cut you like 100 or 200. I appreciate that. But see, business gets strange. And business nowadays, especially in terms of artistry, has gotten damn near ridiculous. You know how much money you make on a stream for a song you've created? For instance, on Spotify, you were talking about Spotify. Mm-hmm. I'm streaming on Spotify. I'm multi-talented. I ain't just acting. I'm also a musician, vocalist, you know what I'm saying? But in any case, when I put my music on Spotify, though it's my music and people are going to listen to it, I'm maybe getting, what, pennies on the fucking dollar, if that, for a couple of streams. I'd yeah. have to literally be getting, like, I have to literally get millions upon millions of streams Claire, just to maybe make a stack with a stack American slang for like a thousand dollars. Yeah, oh, okay. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, like okay. you were like a stack of what, Mitchell? <laughs> <laughs> I had this image of a stack. But see, of then somebody could argue, like somebody could argue to you, then Mitch, that like when you say like, what do you need them for? Like they'd be like, well, this is what you need me for. I just made, I did make that argument, and I'm, I'm not denying that. Yeah. So what I'm saying though, things have gotten weird because it's like, all right. Now I understand, and it, it's kind of a it's kind of a DJ versus rapper argument because you know back in the day DJs used to be the the big thing. It was like it was the DJ, then they had their artist. DJ made all the money because you know mm-hmm. what you need. I'm the DJ. I'm the one spinning the music player. Right. I'm the one spinning the music player. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's like I'm the music that you're spinning. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what I mean? Because it's debatable on both sides, and rather than finding what works for everyone, people get greedy. And all of a sudden, a music label who didn't have shit at first and needed those artists there are like, well, you know, I'm Interscope Records. Who the fuck are you? 
on one side, it's it's understandable because you are in Scope Records and there was a lot of work for you to do that. But it's like, wow, you really done you really done lost like that artistry to yourself. You really became this muddy, grubby fucking robot who forgot about the struggling person and was just like, no, nah, I have to maintain this. I have to maintain this for the struggling person. You sure? Because I'm not. Unfortunately, I'm really, really not. And uh, so the thing is, there's bad business. And I just don't think the business model works in terms of like making sure artists, people in general are okay. Our capitalistic country, the you know, the good old United States of America, most certainly does not put people ahead of the bottom line or the dollar. And I'm here today to say, I think that's fucking horseshit. I think artists don't uh, plead their case enough. I know that's a weird thing to say, but we're like, not good at that mostly. A lot of but, times, yeah, they don't that. like what it is you actually think you're worth versus what it is we're paying you and then like put that out there you know what i mean that's what we do with any other regular job is that like you have an idea of what your job is and what your contribution to the company is and then we debate about that and then if we can't find consensus i guess you go on social media now and then you start a union and then you know people raise wages and shit right Mm. hopefully right Mm. but like but like that's what you do. That's like the process. And I feel like you know you. It's it's great when we like have like an artist that can like really capitalize off of their art, like in one sense over here or over there. But like the system overall is not going to pay artists fairly because they're always going to be like, well, we made you, we made you famous, we did this and we did mm-hmm. that. The distribution costs money. This costs money. That costs money. You know. Uh, we're, we run an operation here and could you really say you got on without this operation you know what i mean mind you we're in an industry oh, which I'm is sorry. a trap which is a trap yeah bro a lot that's no, a trap because I'll, I'll like feel, your man. talent was is the reason why you're there you know it's the reason why they even thought you were valuable in the first place which is what a lot of people miss is that you the reason why they signed you was because they felt like they could make money off of you you know and it's only until they can't make money off of you that they don't fuck with you anymore. And they try to you put you I mean? down, slander you. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're not, you're because you, you're so replaceable. You know what I'm saying? And it's just so upsetting. Oh, it's so disgusting. It's so upsetting because you don't treat people right. And I see like, that a lot with women in media too. Like, I was just thinking, with like every woman in media you've ever seen, they get. When they get famous, they get put on this, like, pedestal. But the pedestal is so far high, far up, that when she, they eventually fail they and they get pushed down, it completely, like, ruins them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like it's incredibly hard for women to get back up on the pedestal. And I don't know why. So I can't exactly say it's, like, sexism or what. Well, it is sexism. It's a lot, I'll say, it, yeah. It's a, it's a lot easier for men to get back up on the pedestal. Like for some reason, because men do get put on the pedestal as well, you know, they do get pushed off the pedestal as well. And I'm not talking about big things. I'm more talking mm-hmm. like little slights and stuff. You know how media are all like, look at her feet or, you know, this chick wore a bikini and she's this mm-hmm. fat, blah, blah, blah. Like, fuck right. it. Um, first of all, second of all, first. it happens to everybody, but I feel like the push is so much harder and stronger and like the fall is so much longer. For women than men, and I don't know why. 
Claire, it you is, want me? You want to hear a? Well, hold on. I Logan, mean, aside from sexism, like where yeah, does the sexism come but, from? No, it's a lot <laughs> of sexism. And these industry, <laughs> this industry has been disgusting. Entertainment, arts, and entertainment industries have been disgusting to women. You want to hear something that I heard from an actual like music? Because I'm going to the school I'm going to, so sometimes we get guests and stuff. And this came out of the mouth of like an actual music exec. Mind you, he was against it, thank God. But this came out of his mouth. All right, so, you know, the business has done some, like, shady, disgusting stuff that we don't want to get involved in. You know, I've been directed before, if there's a woman in her 30s, her 30s, Claire, 30 mm-hmm. years old, meaning young as fuck. I don't know if any of y'all think that's old, but 30 is not old. But <laughs> Thank yo, you for saying that's young as fuck. I feel so validated right now. Bro, I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm aging well. I Logan think, I feel 30. our generations are as well. In I'm not 30. five months, Logan City. Claire, you didn't, really have to do mans like, you didn't have to do mans like that. Like, Dude, it's when's your birthday again? Holy shit. Also, you're a year older than me. I'll be 30 right after you, so I'm not excited either. But I'm also ready. Like, I don't feel scared. But the point is, Claire, the exec was like, yo, if there's, a, if there's some 30-year-old woman, whether she could sing or talented or not, overlooked. The pain. Okay, so just for people who are listening, um... Logan's sitting there and he's got this smile on his face and he looks like he's listening, but his eyes, <laughs> they're in so much pain. Anyway, yeah, sorry. So this 30-year-old exec, exec, yep. <laughs> anyway, so he, no, the exec wasn't 30, but the exec's oh, told. the 30-year-old woman. If you're, no, no, no. If you're an artist, if you're, if you're an artist, you're, you're like a singer and you're like 30, you get overlooked just off bat like oh if she's 30 like we might as well not we might as well not even like look at her like she's, she's 30 years old house, she's already she's out 30. the fucking door she what's what's the point of like investing in someone like that by the time she's 40 she'll probably have aged mm-hmm. to some fucking you know shit like that and we won't be able to milk her for anything else she anymore, should be boys. weird you know what i mean like weird They're, doesn't age yeah like, like as soon that, as you um, start being weird like bjork or something or, or pal- uh, Palatania or whatever her fucking name is. One of those are like, only love can hurt like this. You know that lady? No, but I like no. that song. What? Claire said she couldn't <laughs> sing, yet sings just fine. It's anyway. I like that. Um, <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> but yeah, just overlook. And he's like saying that's changing, thank God. But, you know, all that's coming from the years and years of an industry that was flat out just bullshittingly disgusting to women. Yes, but the industry is. is disgusting because we're disgusting. Like the industry feeds us what we want. It's it doesn't not exactly, do it the other way around. It treats it treats them it treats women horribly. Yes, but in truth, it's only people. It's only those people in power, those men in power, because it isn't exactly. It doesn't exactly build anybody up. It takes advantage of everyone it can. It just treats actually, women phenomenally worse. I don't. I don't That's agree. Actually- Go ahead, Claire. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I was actually having this conversation with Ben to an extent. We're talking about Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason oh, we're talking God. about Harvey Weinstein is because we're talking about Kirk Cobain, Courtney Love. It was a whole conversation. You know how people just talk? Yeah. So we're just talking. I mean, got to this point where I was like, Courtney Love, um, adamantly in interviews that I've seen on Tumblr and stuff, would always say, like, the interviewer would be like, do you have any advice for little girls going into the industry? And she would like, yeah, if you get invited into a room alone with Harvey Weinstein, don't go. Mm. Um, and Ben was like, why the fuck did he even be allowed to exist? He was like, we're oh. talking about this. And we're talking about how, you know, why didn't women boycott him and all that sort of stuff. Right. And I was trying to explain to him how incredibly hard it is to be believed. 
You know, he, like he just really wasn't getting, like he had all the compassion in the right place and he was angry mm. about the right things, but he but wasn't he was understanding yeah. how hard it is to get to a certain point, have something like that happen to you and be respected yeah. compared to someone like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And He's not the only one. And I get really frustrated at how happy everyone is that he got locked away. Not because I'm mad that he got locked away. Don't get me wrong. Of course I'm happy he got locked away. I'm not a fucking moron. But because I'm not a fucking moron, I know for a fact that there are another 50. There's another 50, 60. And then there's ones that prey on children. There's ones that prey on fucking Everybody under the sun. There were execs at Nickelodeon that were preying mm-hmm. on children. And that's probably a discussion for another time. But just like that, there were like people there and that people mm-hmm. knew about, but they were still making money. And so it kind of happens. The reason why I say it's our fault as like a society and why we failed these people is because these things happen to the weaker parts of our society. They don't happen to the stronger parts of our society. There are instances where like, you know, men have to deal with sexual uh, assault and stuff in the entertainment industry. We're talking like Terry Crews or like Brendan Fraser, but even their cases are still kind of few and far in between. But even if you just look at acting or like any type of talent based thing, we do not respect those positions in our society. And then when you put like things like race or like sex, sexuality, on, sexuality on top of that, it, you're really just depressing how much we actually value this person. So like what happens is, is these people who live these lives, they know that. They know how the world treats you already. You knew how the world treated you before you became the actor or the actress or whatever. You know what I mean? And so you're talking about, like, you guys don't believe me when I'm a regular person. How can I bet that you will believe me now? You know? I think that's the problem, though. I think there are some naive little things out there, not in a negative way, but there are some naive people out there who think if they have the money and the power of Mm -hmm. the position and the people are looking at them and loving them, and especially when they're in that immersed part of first coming out into fame and everybody Mm -hmm. loves them, they – believe that everybody's going to be on their side because they believe these people love them. So when they tell them this, you can only imagine the level of like betrayal they would feel mm-hmm. when we turn on them because they because said something we didn't like. We do turn on them too. And I, even if I was going to take the pressure off of all of us for, for a little bit, if they can't, if like you're an actress and this is what happens to you and you can't turn to the public, Right. You definitely can't turn back to the same people that did it to you because those are the same people that are going to cover it up. They're the people that own the cameras and the microphones. You know what I mean? They're the ones that own the narrative or at least what we use to build the narrative. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With the tools that we use to build the narrative, the TV, the the microphone, the camera, the lights, the camera, the action, everything. That's what we've been using to to show people this. And then we'll use it to show that, oh, no, she was horrible. Oh, no, she would say anything. Oh, no, 
all these little things. I hate that. You know what it's I mean? It's so upsetting to me. Like the, It's like the Michael Jackson debate. I won't get into this too much because this is a whole thing. But I was arguing with someone's mother, I'm not going to name who, but someone's mother about whether or not he did anything to these children because she's a massive fan. She couldn't believe it. She was like, these are all these, these, like for every single one, oh, that's just parents trying to get money. That's just parents trying to get money. And I said to her, I was like, I'd rather it go through the court and it fucking get talked about, get examined, get looked at, and I want to be 100% sure. Mm-hmm. Facts. And that's, that's because fair. I do like him. That's right. because I do like his music. Right. Because I don't want to know that I'm supporting someone who could do something like that. Right. Facts. You know what I mean? Right. I don't care about how bad it looks. I don't care about the media's perception. All I care about is whether or not he did it. And I want to be sure. So run him through the rigor. Take him to those courts. Accuse if he's been accused of something or they've been accused of something, this goes to anybody. I want to fucking know. Nobody I feel like everybody can agree with that. Yeah, nobody's above reproach. I wanna You know, and Yeah, go ahead. It's sort of sorry, just quickly end up saying it's no, just go one ahead, of those things. Gonna, yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you it's just one word. of those things where it's put in place to protect the people who are doing the bad things, whether you like it or not. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the argument of, oh, but what if he didn't do it and she's just a bitch and she's just saying this to, like, get attention or whatever, that just makes everybody who did do it be able to fly under that radar. Mm-hmm. So I just rather everyone pull it apart and look at everything. And if they're innocent, they're innocent. Great, good, golly for them. They find out. They're not, yeah, find out. But if they're not, then then we're not condoning this behavior. Right. And that's yeah. all I want to say. I wanted to move on because you kind of circled back to what I was trying to talk, like why I brought up this conversation in the first place, which was when you said that, you know, I want to find out if something happened because I do like the person. You know what I mean? And I told you guys over the weekend to watch the Dave Chappelle special, right? Because I had watched the Dave Chappelle special and and people who are talking about it, and I knew I was going to talk about it, but I didn't know how I was going to talk about it because I hadn't seen it yet. Right mm-hmm. now, I like Dave Chappelle, and I've always liked Dave Chappelle. I'm not, I haven't been so much of a fan of like his newer things because I think like when I first saw when I saw the first Dave Chappelle special, like when he first came back on Netflix and when he his first Netflix special, the first thing I thought about it was like even with all the jokes and whatever controversies that one had or whatever, which came with its own set of problems or whatever, right? The first thing I thought was, damn, he really took them white people's $60 million and just like <laughs> did that shit with it. Because like it was to me, I didn't like the special. I thought it was a horrible special. I thought I should have got a lot more out of a Dave Chappelle special. Like, it you wasn't know what even I mean? that long. They haven't even really been that It was long an hour either. long. It was an, it was an hour long special. It wasn't even that long. You're right. And so like. I watched these Dave Chappelle specials and they're really just not even the best. And this is why I brought up the, you know, the whole, you know, should your art evolve? Because like I'm watching them and they're just really mediocre specials. If you just had to 
go with what a comedian like are like a mediocre comedian like just if you were just looking under under the lens of comedy i'm saying like i found the specials themselves to be mediocre i don't find them to be as funny or whatever i think they really like fly like with the weight of like dave Chappelle himself being like a comic that's gone through what he's gone through with the industry and everything just as like we're saying and he's gone through some of the things that we just talked about that you know regular actors and people go through in the industry and then he survived and then he's able to make a comeback go you know to like comedy clubs and and like do what he does and everything like that right Mm -hmm. and so like that's what makes him kind of a legend because we we define those people by like you know not by what was able to tear them down, but what were they ever able to overcome, right? And he's overcome a lot, you know? That being said, right, I expected a lot more out of a lot of these comedy specials. I told you guys to watch the thing after I watched it because I was like, ugh. <laughs> again, <laughs> again. It was like I wasn't really even expecting him to be funny anymore. And he did have humor and it was funny in certain parts, but I feel like he wants to tell more stories now than he wants to do comedy, which is fine. That's true. Because I'm going to say I enjoy them for that reason. And yeah. one one thing I do describe when I'm when I'm kind of like going about, you know, the the shows he's been having lately, is that Dave's no longer in the full on era of like Dave used to be ha ha and kind of conscious at the same time, but it was more on the ha ha. Yo, mm-hmm. this is ridiculous. Whereas now it's really like. Dave's out here kind of just talking. I mean, Claire had that comment yeah. earlier where she's like, I feel like I was watching a TED Talk. And I'm like, mm. no, that's mm-hmm. really fucking valid. Yeah. Mind mm. you, Dave's an intelligent an, person. Yeah. Like, I didn't mean it in a, like any negative or positive way. I said it in oh, a, no, I meant no, it in no, a very no. neutral way. You know, like. Right. Honestly, some comedians do feel like TED Talks and offense. No, that's true because you you have a microphone, you're standing up there, and then like people are just watching you. And it might as well be. If you're talk. not, yeah, a TED Talk, if like you have like an agenda or whatever. I feel like there's a line, and I think sometimes they accidentally overstep it. That's well, any yeah. comedian, not just Dave. People forget. So Humor like, doesn't. Oh, sorry, sorry. You were saying? No, I just said, no, don't worry. Just keep Why are you going. so <laughs> far away from the, the, the sound? Uh, me? I'm literally right him? here. I barely hear him. This I is like literally, I've been in and out the entire. I haven't even been like in and out. I've been straight up like up against my mic. Really? Like I'm really close to it. There's literally only I, I want to say like, when you turn. Yeah. Huh? I said I don't think you're very good at voice projection. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> you're, you're projecting. Talking. Like you're not like <laughs> speaking. You're like you're not speaking. I can like, show um, you plenty yeah, of so evidence against <laughs> that. But no, I legit because I'm also Mate, not trying to like be too loud. No one's coming for your career. We're talking about normal speaking voice. <laughs> <laughs> normal, which is coming from my career. In case you didn't know. In any case. In any case, you guys hear me now? Because I'm not yeah, far yeah, yeah, away yeah. from my mic at all. I'm yeah, literally like, I want to say at most, like maybe like four inches. You're good. Mate, literally. Yeah. Good. Go. Okay. So Ooh. anyway, it's okay for humor. Like people really only consider humor in the like ha ha sense. In the busted gut like laughing out loud sense sometimes. And forget that humor actually has a lot of variance. A lot of variance. And there's, that's why they laugh. Yeah, unfortunately, that's why there's some humor that makes people laugh in different ways. And some people don't even laugh out loud at all. They just like kind of there's that internal laugh like, oh, shit, you Mm -hmm. said that shit. You know what I mean? But that's still humor. 
okay, but like, should the whole special be like, oh shit, you said that shit? Depends on what you're trying to accomplish as a comedian. And we were just talking about genuine mm. expression of art. So depends on what you get out of it, what you got. So me personally, like, I also saw the special and found myself not like laughing out loud a lot at stuff, mm. but found myself okay. being like, <laughs> wow, okay, wow, a lot. Because there was points that he was making that I'm like, I'm like, wow, I've been needing actually to say this out loud, but have been afraid to. And I should never be afraid to necessarily say anything, per se. I don't, don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> I know you don't, but I do. And I'm not saying that you got to go out on a limb and be fully on offensive, but it's like, if there's something really on my heart, I need to find a way to get that out and express it. Yes. You know what yes. I'm saying? Okay, And yes. that's how I personally feel. That's how I personally feel about most of the special. I think there are a few spots here and there. But, like, I guess those don't hit me the same and resonate with me. Now, mind you, I can understand where certain people may may feel a type of way. And with the trans community, those are, t- and funny enough, like, honestly, those are the only people whose opinions I want to hear on the special in terms of what, what what Dave said, to be honest. Those are the people mainly affected, which isn't me. And I'm not trying to say I want to shut you down, but for this specific thing, like, there was a there was a certain conversation that Dave was trying to have between the black and trans communities. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I don't necessarily think, need to give my... Oh, go ahead. What's up? No, sorry. Sorry. I was just going to say, I think that is a very important point. I think what we need to remember is I, I want to take something from Dave's show because I don't necessarily agree with how he said it or how he portrayed it at all, really, to be honest. But I do agree with the initial con- core construct, which is uh, last year... This last year was the first time I'd ever heard of Marsha P. Johnson. Mm-hmm. And I was under the belief throughout my entire high school year that white, cis, gay men were the ones that headed Stonewall. Ooh. And that is something that is very much something that's overlooked in the LGBTQ plus community is the racism in itself mm-hmm. amongst it. And it, you know it's very conflicting Neil technically I am a part of the LGBTQ plus community being bisexual um and that's a little more than technically you're the B yeah that's you're you're the the B B. you're what I'm trying to get at is I'm also white and I'm cis (laughs) yes so it it's even hard for me to understand where sometimes where these people are coming from people like Marsha P who basically was everything that, you know, we could, every, like, she's like the supreme minority. <laughs> she was the supreme minority. She's actually you know? yeah. the people we're talking about right now. So it was like, you know. The minority she, supreme. Yeah. And I think that a really good point that was overshadowed by inappropriate comments and observations that he made was that LGBTQ plus and black people have some beef (laughs) and it's valid beef in the sense that, you know, his point about the gay man who ended up calling the police on him because at the end of the day, no matter how much of a minority he was, he was still white. Mm -hmm. And he he even talked a lot about his, the stuff with women and stuff about how, you know, as much as women were a minority, you know, the black woman who came out and said, ain't I a woman too, wasn't allowed to be a part of it because they didn't want to confuse slavery and um, white, uh, 
women's problems. You know, so she wasn't Mm -hmm. she wasn't allowed to be a part of it. And it's like every minority you face, there's still there's a there's a black person in there being like, hey, well, can I can I say my piece? Can I have some? Can I help? Can I do something? And I just really wanted to acknowledge that because I thought that was a really important point that got overshadowed by his ignorance in how he was speaking, I feel. It was ignorance 100% because I don't see him as a bad person. I just see him as an old person, an old person yeah. who is ignorant. Yeah. You know? I yes. don't agree, but I'll speak on that later. No, I I feel the same way about like Dave's oldness, which is – part of the last conversation as well is that and take from it what you want but like mm-hmm. i feel dave's age the last couple of specials i feel how like and he's really not that old but he's like you feel it there you know what i mean yeah he's kind of getting a little stodgy he's getting a little bit like ingrained in what it is that he believes now you know what i mean mm-hmm. like he's he's turning that type of old and like I find that a little sad, to be honest, because mm-hmm. like the way like the the special the special is very like forward. You know what I mean? It's not trying to back up. It's not trying to give any ground. It's very like it's going forward, 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 forward in like its momentum. You know, it's like he's leading up to a point, and like he does a lot of. <sighs> How do I even say it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it is, he is throwing punches, you know what I mean? And he, and he is almost like he feels like he's have, having punches thrown at him, you know, because of like, mm. you know, people he was very calling. Defensive. Yeah, it's very defensive, but like he's still like on his back foot throwing, you know, his own jabs as well, right? And I'm listening to him and I do feel like, and Mitch says he doesn't feel like it's, you know, too much of him just being no, like an old later. guy. I'll but like, just but like, I feel it is like he is kind of like the old guy now because it's like when I was talking about evolving, what I mean is, is that as you get older, there's a quote. Okay. There's a quote from Muhammad Ali that says that if a man gets to the age of like 50, right? And I'm Mm -hmm. fucking up this quote, but it's basically (laughs) paraphrased. If a man gets to like the age of 50 and he's still thinks the way he was when he was 20, I'll show you a man that's wasted 30 years of his life. You know what Mm. I mean? Which is that if you get to a point where you just stop learning and you just like, fuck it, Mm -hmm. do your hands away with it. You close your mind. Fuck it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Then you're, now you're just wasting time. You know what I mean? You're wasting time. You're wasting brain power and you're wasting if you're like somebody like dave you're wasting all that good resources you have to actually go figure out some of the shit that he's even asking in the in the damn special in the first place you know Mm -hmm. there's a lot of claire's right there's a lot of ignorance in the in the special yeah that's part of dave's comedy and that's really what what i I mean but there is a lot of like just like unintentional ignorance too which is like ignorance yeah it's like shit that he could like easily figure out like that's why i say that because i actually don't think any of that was unintentional at all like y'all think so funny funny thing is i don't think any of that was unintentional let him let him i want to hear 
No, because so because and the funny thing, I'm not saying this in terms of his defense. You could probably think worse of him after this if you so choose. Is that when you guys say that you're thinking that he was accidentally doing that? I think Dave's smart enough to actually know and purposely did that for the way it's for the way it's making you feel. Go ahead, like, Okay. I'm not as I'm not so, defending him on that. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm not talking about his opinions or what he said. I'm talking about the slight little things. Like how he said he comes out and he looks for hairy knuckles and Adam's apples. <laughs> like Yeah. I'm a woman and I shave my knuckles. I'm a woman, I have a vagina, a uterus, all those things that, you know, apparently make me cis. I have hairy knuckles. You right. know, it's really it was a real ignorance for him to like stereotype and what qualifies he like trains to qualify a woman. A trans yeah. Person. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I that's an old ass joke, by the way. Like yeah. knuckles and like what look at somebody's Adam's hands apples. and look at the Adam's apple. That's like yeah. jokes Guys, my I know, parents used I know to tell that sounds in the 90s. crazy, like, they're but old ass shitty jokes. I, that's so the old, point. Like, so I know old, that's I can't that's the point. If you're saying I don't think he did that on accident. I don't think he did that on accident at all. I think it was all purpose to rob people up. What do you mean by that? No, I'm not. Once again, and this isn't me. This isn't me trying to be like, oh, you know, come to his defense and be like, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, this makes things okay. It's just in terms of like speaking to his character, because like and mind you, he's 48. He's not like 65 or 70. He's not that old, guys. It's not that old. This was definitely done on purpose. It riles you up. It makes you uncomfortable. The only people, and I guess, I guess it harkens into to another point when it's, and a lot of people have been using this, and I can speak on that a little bit. Is like it was funny. It's it's always funny when Dave's making fun of black people in the most controversial ways, but it seems to be a problem whenever you make a joke because the joke isn't serious. You don't take that serious, but nonetheless, he made it and wanted to gauge a reaction from people, and this is the reaction he got. So I really don't think any of that was accidental at all. I think it was purely on purpose just to get a reaction, just to see how people react. Mitch, you bring that up. And this is something I keep hearing. The Wait, last... I do want to explain before before you get into that. Because in not terms of you about it. But I would, no, no, okay, no, I don't keep, feel attacked. Yeah, just keep explaining. In terms of uh, the black, the he was making fun of black people. The only thing I will say, say to that, because I don't necessarily think that excuses that. Because, mm. yeah, why wouldn't the black person who knows the full experience of the black person be making fun and poking jokes at their own community? They're right. allowed to do that. It was the only right. point I wanted to make there. Dave had another joke like that, too, in his uh, special, one of his specials. It was like... Um, I think like on Chappelle's show, they wanted to say the F word um, for like gay people, you know, and mm. they bleeped it out or something. And then he went to the office and asked, you know, uh, why they bleep it out. And then uh, they was like, well, you know, you're not supposed to do that, blah, blah, blah. And he said, well, I say, you know, I say nigga all the time. Right. And they was like, you know, well. You know, that's just, and I guess like he was talking to a white person because like a black person would have been like, well, yeah, because like we niggas, like, you know, <laughs> like, I'm not even going to get on that, but I suppose like he was talking to a white person. That's the joke. And he's like, you know, why can I say that and not get bleeped, but I can't say the F word. And then they're like, I think the person actually said to them, well, uh, well, that's not what gay people are and then he was like well that's not what i am you know like i'm not a nigger either you know what i mean and we're getting to the lines i think listen to the lines now listen this is this is like he says he says that like i'm not 
against gay people. I'm not against trans people. I'm against white people or whatever. And that was cute. All right. For whatever he meant by that when he said it. Mm. Mm-hmm. I didn't take it as like, you know, revolutionary. And I didn't take him up on it because to me, a lot of the time when I'm listening to Dave talk about uh, gay people or trans people, he sounds to me the same way white people talk about black people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even if it's in satire and jest, it's still it's still there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so like he's doing the same kind of thing that like white people that I like he's saying the same type of words and using Even the same type arguments. of arguments. Yeah, the arguments like, is what I'm trying can't to say. I say. Like the, the arguments. Like fag and whatever. Yes. The the well, arguments. Mm-hmm. Yes. The arguments. Well, yeah, because that, that wasn't well, oh, that's a Well, we're yeah, the, the arguments lines, come come back the same way and they're structured the same way that like white people talk about black people. And it's when Claire's talking about, you know, we're missing intersectionality and like, you know, when it comes to like LGBTQ rights and things like that. Right. I hear that and I keep hearing people talk about that. But this is not that he's not like he he's making this argument that's veiled under intersectionality, which is like I'm not talking about gay people. I'm talking about white gays. And then. I have a difficult time seeing that for me. No, I understand. I because, just wanted to... Wait, hold on. I, I have a difficult time seeing that for me because when I listen to him speak, I'm trying not to lose what it is I was you're trying okay, to say. Yeah, I'm, sorry. I'm getting a little lost. So <laughs> like, okay, stay, stay, focused, stay, focused. stay focused. Stay focused. You're good. You're good. Thank you guys for cheering me on. I have a hard time <laughs> seeing that because... To me, it's not a. It doesn't seem like he's making this weird intersectionality type argument. It feels like to me, what's actually coming out is like the black community has like issues with like homophobia that it doesn't deal with, and we don't. That's you know, if y'all want to hear some shit that we actually don't say, is that we don't talk about as much about all the homophobia that like is pervasive and it just like and that we just kind of let go of uh within the black community right and a lot of the shit that like when i say like when claire brings up like harry knuckles and adam's apples that comes out of that like so that's what i mean like dave's not really saying anything new he's just saying it out loud it's just like <laughs> the trump shit he's not saying anything new he's just being the one that says it out loud you know what I mean? So, like, I've always heard that Adam's apples, you better check Adam's apple, you better check this and that. I've heard that my whole life because I'll be around black people my whole life. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's not new concepts. It's not new jokes he's telling. And that's why I'm like, damn, he really took Netflix's money because if he got up on the stage and got $60 million to tell old-ass, tired-ass jokes for, like, four hours, like, god damn, he got away with that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's... To me, that's the genius of the the specials, and that's where the genius stops for me, because I feel like <laughs> I just feel like okay. you're telling old tired jokes and you're telling old homophobic jokes, and you're t- trying to frame it as like some type of social justice. We need to come together. Like it's stupid. I don't, I don't I think don't get it. I I just don't think so. That's coming from your perspective and what you're yeah. saying is just once again like. We're saying he, and this is once again to make sure we don't excuse the behavior in one sense. Mm-hmm. Cause like, 
you guys are like, this is accidental. I'm like, no, I think I think it was all purposefully done. Now, that makes in terms, it worse though. <laughs> I'm not I'm not trying to say it makes it better. I'm being real. Like that's that might be where he's at right now. Mm. And it's just like and and hearing, yeah, sure. To and what you're saying, I, I definitely hear the truth there. But it's like I don't think that was the purpose to have an intersectional conversation. I don't think the purpose was to have a politically correct conversation, which is about as far as I go on the list. Because yeah, there were certain things even I found myself cringing at. Like, all right, I don't think I would necessarily per se say that because at the end of the day, like, we can't just keep playing this who can be more offensive game with each other if I can if that person's gonna say this then I should be able to to say that type of deal but it was like there is something to be said because there is this there is this kind of tug and pull between like being politically correct and sensitive but then wanting to get the truth out funny enough it's always funny with me hearing from you Logan on certain things because it's like you're you're the guy who likes to sometimes pretend, even though you're not this this guy, but you do sometimes like to pretend like, yo, man, I'm me and I'm going to say what the fuck I want type of energy. Mm-hmm. Mind you, you're not fully to that extent, but there is this tug and pull of like politically being politically correct for people's sensitivities. But then where do we draw the line at letting people's sensitivities dictate how we behave or act in society? And I'm not I'm not trying to say we shouldn't be considerate of people's, you know, emotional sensitivities. But there is that line there, and it's like, all right, because we need to have certain discussions, and we can all agree to that, there were certain discussions in the, the, in the special that we need to have that mm-hmm. I don't think any of us were willing to have because we feel types of ways. Even us, before we came in, we were like, I'm not sure, you know, you know, Claire, you know, had the moment, I'm not sure how I feel about navigating some of this. Yeah. And it's like, fuck, but in the end, we do have to navigate this did Dave do it the best? I don't believe so. But nonetheless, how do we then proceed to navigate this? And it's like, of course, we want some care there. But at the same time, we can't just let one party sit and dictate and, and guide everything. We also are still participants like in this life, in their struggle in one instance. And it's like, if so you're you mean wrong by in an area... Let one party dictate. Well, in terms... So it's like... And now we'd have to get into specifics and stuff like yeah. that. So in this one, we're talking about black community and trans community. Mm-hmm. Now, the trans community may have members that are black. The black community now, therefore, has members of its community that will be trans. It just is what it is. Yeah. So for those communities specifically, when we talk about things like race, and Dave brought up a few examples, it's like bringing up the story for instance about the 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 baby actually shooting a black person and not any anything happening to his career but as soon as some trans people got upset about something and it was the i believe the joke was oh we valued a trans person's feelings over a black person's life now that isn't necessarily on either of the communities that is a lot on our society that governs those communities of course mm-hmm. but nonetheless it's like hmm I wonder if I would have been able to been able to bring that up in a court because the court itself or as as a person in the community, you know, black community, I wonder if I would even feel right bringing that up, you know, on, on any level without feeling like I had offended someone to the degree where I could take I could get like harmed, I guess, in terms of like my professional life. Mind you, it's not that I'm trying to say, you know, F the trans community or anything like that, but that's something I needed to discuss. Would I be able to discuss that without Will I be able to properly discuss that and get somewhere with that? Or would I just be completely thrown out of the conversation for bringing it up in the first place? And so for me, there's like, we're, at, we're in this place now, especially, 
where it's like the polit- being politically correct and being oversensitive, because I'm not going to say being sensitive, we should be sensitive, but being oversensitive can be to some extent just as problematic. Well, I'm not going to say just as problematic I, as being some I, like I have a lot asshole. to say, but I'm going to back up. And Claire, you look like you had something to say, so I'll let you go. So I just, it's a little bit of a while ago now, but when Mitchell said uh, what he said about Logan being a person who fronts as someone who, you know, actually he is because I feel like there's a humongous difference between being that person and saying, like, it's hard to explain. I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) I feel that there's a big difference between saying what the fuck you want and what it is you want to say. So you can say whatever the fuck you want, but what differentiates Logan from Dave, for instance, is the fact that what Dave wants to say is kind of fucked up and he doesn't care. (laughs) Where what Logan wants to say (laughs) is what he wants to say and it's not (laughs) fucked up, you know, in some sort of instance. You know, sometimes Logan will say fucked up shit and he don't give a shit. I'm but glad just you because said in this instance, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in this depend. instance, what Logan wants to say isn't fucked up and he don't care if you disagree. That's like, the, it's the attitude. The attitude is still there. Mm-hmm. He still don't give a fuck what you think of what he's going to say. It's just <laughs> what he's saying isn't negative. This sounds so bad. I'm Claire, no, I'm, I'm sorry, Claire, because like, I'm, I'm hearing I you, but you, I was Claire, like. Thank you, Claire, for like trying, but this sound, makes me sound so horrible. So much- <laughs> That doesn't make it sound horrible. I'm just, it, no, not it just. Well, what about that I, whole argument we had about like men are trash, for instance? That made yeah. you sound terrible, but you still do not give a fuck about what. No, I stand on that. People thought, yeah, yeah. So you stand on it. Yeah. So you, he still stands on it. I just wanted that's to. That's not make even that a bad one, but like, in the I no to a lot of people they think that's a bad one though. Like to a lot of people like no 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 we're not going to distract about that. We're not going to get distracted about that because one. Claire was trying to make a valid point, but yeah. I. Here, I don't let know me if, do it I don't know because that's I'm the way me. she was trying to Listen. explain it. I don't know if you're going to do better than she can, to be no. honest with you. What no offense. My, what caught my attention and what she's right about is like what Dave wants to say is fucked up, right? It's what he wants. Yes. Yes. And like, it's not the fact that he don't care if you, what you think of it. It's the fact that what he wants to say is what he wants to say. Like this is him coming out and being like, this yes. is what I okay, say. I get what she's saying. Yes. This is what I want to say. And it's like, well, that's fucked up. And he's like, I don't care. It's like, okay, I got I got you. <laughs> I got you. Let me, let me, let me clarify. Let's clarify. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen. When she says like what Dave wants to say is fucked up and what Logan wants to say is fucked up. Yes, we both want to say fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. But Dave is like complaining that people are complaining that he wants to say fucked up shit. Yes. And he's been doing that for like six to five specials. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. have, I don't have any specials, but like if I had, I don't know if I'd spend six to five specials complaining that like people, yeah, just, don't, people just don't like it when I'm mean to trans people. It's like, you know, it's like, well, duh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like when I say huh. fucked up shit to people and they cry or they're upset, I know why they're upset. You know what I mean? Like, I know why they're upset. And if I, you know, if I feel this type of way, then I'm going to apologize. If I don't feel the type of way, I'm not going to apologize. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to question somebody's reaction to what I said. Like, this thing keeps getting boiled down to, like, freedom of speech and whether or not people are having the right conversations and things like that. And it's like, 
You can literally say whatever the fuck you want to say every day, and people do. Yes, go ahead. As an Australian, freedom of speech is the most fucking ridiculous rule you guys could have ever made. You guys don't have (laughs) a rule. Why did you make that a rule? That is the most ridiculous thing. And not only did you make it a rule, you taught your children, generational America, you taught your children to defend it. If like, there's a, if there's the a, if there's a, if there's a time to kick That's America like right in the up balls, there with being okay with guns, like if, what the fuck? So you know, I knew that was coming next. Yeah, of course. If there's a time, to, if there's a time to kick America in the ball in the balls. Claire always cuts the line. You know, I know what I mean? You know like, what? Yo, I gotta kick you know y'all real quick. It's because of freedom of speech. <laughs> Wait, Miss, I hate America. Listen, <laughs> I don't hate America. Don't do that. Don't I do that. Don't do that. People in America. <laughs> okay, that that was not really better. But <laughs> I, I <know. laughs> Native Indian, I mean, the indigenous. <laughs> Sorry, I, I can't should, remember what to call I you. Should, I'm trying to be I respectful. Should, like, play the but Miss America you know, song. People like, are in the land the first. Mm, people are already there. They can stay. <laughs> they can stay. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is that, like, okay, Claire's talking about freedom of speech, right? Yeah, it's stupid. Freedom of speech, the principle of freedom of speech is basically that you can say whatever you want to say. Basically, which is not true because you which shouldn't is be able to not do true. That. That's you can't like yell. People. You can't like yell fire yeah. in a theater, and there's shit you can't yeah. say, right? But technically, you can say what you want to say without the government being able to prosecute you. Which means that, like, if Dave wants to go on a rant no, about nice white people, how nice would it be to prosecute white people for saying the n word? Huh? <laughs> like, how nice would it be? Like, yes, <laughs> true. We would all like that, but how, but, but, but that, it would defeat but, the purpose. But yeah, we will. What Americans, what Americans think, or they've tricked us to thinking, is that mm-hmm. like if we start locking up people for saying the N word, right? Then white people are just gonna lock up black people for some other reason, you know, that has to do with some that other has yeah, for like, like saying like already saying crack or some shit that doesn't like hurt their feelings. That's like a whole so other like, like problem. <laughs> so like, so <laughs> like, sort of exists for you guys that I also have a problem with. But so like, that's the hypothetical that we all live under, right? Which is f- uh-huh. which is harmless, to be honest. It's really mm-hmm. fine. No, it's well, fine. Think, the, well, wait, think wait. of the historical, before you continue, just think of the historical context as well. America didn't just do that for those reasons. It was also because there were monarchs who would literally what kill you Americans, you whenever said. you question their stupid ass laws, they're like, think of the history. Think of the fact people were coming in and stealing and shooting our women, so we needed guns. Think of the fact that we didn't have as okay, much of a say. I have no idea, I have no that idea where that like came from. That was like hundreds of fucking years ago. It's Could 2021. Could happen you again. Can make yeah, you know, it always happen you again. You can change things. See, people, you know Australia people like changes to stop their the constitution watch. every like five years. We put in new rules and take we're out rules. We do don't that. give a fuck. That's what we, that's what we were supposed to do. Like, that's what Benjamin. That's what Benjamin Franklin wanted us to do. He wanted us to have like a constitutional convention like every like, I don't know, like 10 years or whatever. That's besides the point, guys. We're not talking about Benjamin Franklin. We're talking about (laughs) David Chappelle. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, anyways, to relate this back to like whatever we're talking about. Like Dave can go on the on stage and he can talk about trans people all he likes, you know, and nobody's going to come and take him to jail. Right. Nobody's going to take him to jail. <laughs> even if Claire wants him even, to go to jail. Not, okay, like not nobody's going to take him to jail. Right. Slap him on the wrist and not have the goddamn fucking argument. Of Wait, I'm speech. getting there, Claire. I'm getting there. What Dave is upset about and what a lot of these comedians are upset about isn't that they're going to jail. It's not that. It's that you don't like their jokes. <laughs> like that's what they're upset about. Like. 
this is why I said like Dave is aging poorly about his jokes. Is that that a lot of the jokes he told would have worked really well in the late nineties, early two thousands. Like they would have just killed. Like they wouldn't uh, just no, they wouldn't have been thought of like a social commentary. They would have killed. I just don't and, think people would have complained about them as much. I don't think they would have really been they weren't really I think that trans amazing. people would have still been no, equally no, 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 as offended. No, 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 no. They just were a, suppre- a lot more it's, pushed down, so they couldn't do anything you. about it. It's not that people wouldn't have complained as much. It's that people wouldn't have or had the power. Offended. They wouldn't have had the power to complain. And that's what is being said here. This is what's like the the problem. Like, that's what Dave should come out and say. Like, the problem is that, you know, the problem isn't that trans people want to cancel him. It's that they might actually be able to. Like, there's a threat of that, you know? Like, when he, like, he says this a lot now in his new specials. He's like, taking away a man's livelihood is akin to killing him, right? Valid point. But, you know... What's your livelihood based off of? Is your livelihood based off of you being able to say whatever the fuck you want about trans people? I don't know. They used to kill themselves in the 1800s because slavery was abolished and they couldn't have any money anymore. I don't know what she said at the beginning. I said old white men in the 1800s started to kill themselves. There was a like influx of killing themselves. You want to know why? Because their livelihood was taken away. Want to know what their livelihood was? Slaves. Slavery. Right. So. Uh, well, here's another. Don't don't make that comparison because that's another. Why? Are we Why about not? to talk Why about not? that? Well, because in Be- this instance for this for Dave's supposed special. So let's stay mm-hmm. in terms of, of that. We're not trying to do this whole compare, compare and contrast between. Oh, I'm- who's who's winning the struggle race? Let's just talk about I what was know, brought up. But that's what Dave is doing. He's here's the thing. That's what he's. Th- this, no, this, I think he was talking about certain disparities, true. but I don't think he was trying to it's go not into a disparity, that disparity though. No. When you're comparing two minority groups Look, that way, you he can, said what he said, and mm-hmm. I gave an example of what he said. If you can see the comparables, that is not my fault. Okay? I didn't. I at wasn't actually. Day, that's that's why I said that. But it's okay. At the end of the day, what he said was taking away his livelihood is taking away man's life. And those men killed themselves that still took away their lives. See, that's what I'm like. Which Claire, draw, like Claire, Claire, draws that com- <laughs> that Claire draws that comparison, right? And then Dave draws whatever fuck shit comparison he draws, right? You know, between uh, trans people and how they deal with uh, black people or just gay people in general and how they deal with black people. And what gets lost in translation is that like maybe Claire shouldn't make that comparison? You know what I'm I mean? I'm not making comparison. I'm Wait, saying. Wait, give me a second, Claire. Give me. Let me explain first. I'm gonna. You're, you'll probably like it. <laughs> maybe Claire out. shouldn't make that comparison. And I could see people saying that Claire shouldn't make that comparison because she's a white person. And how dare she compare a black person, no matter how famous he is, to like slave owners? Right. Just give me a second. Right. Right. I'm Maybe Claire shouldn't be the one to make that comparison, right? I feel like on the same flip side, maybe Dave Chappelle shouldn't be making a lot of the claims that he makes because he's not trans, because he's not gay, and because Mm -hmm. a lot of the comparisons he makes, he's just fucking them up. He's being completely like, he's not even respectful to the material that he says he's like trying to all do respect about. 
You know what I mean? Uh, it's so ignorant. It's ignorant shit. At this point, I think what we should do, if mm. we can, because I wasn't able to watch it again, and it'll still be hard, we should legit get into specifics that he brought okay. up and speak specifically on like some of those things. If we could do it in order, let's do it in order. If we can't, we My can't. mind works backwards. The thing that was most egregious to me is probably the thing that I saw last. But then I can like go backwards from. If you like, want to start, you know I mean? if you want to start like that's that, how my it's memory fine. works. But that's like, okay. but let's get let's get specific. Let's, to me, let's okay, go well, in. Ex- one in example is is like the story he brought up about his trans friend Daphne, right? Oh and yeah, that was a sad one. I'm not gonna lie. It's a sad story. I didn't. I felt a way about you know the person has to lose their life because you know they get bullied on Twitter and all this and that. And he brings this up, and then like he says at the end, especially you know, don't punch down at my people either, right? And some people say that he means black people. Some people say he means comedians. I think he really means comedians, really, because Daphne was a comedian, right? It wasn't because Daphne was trans, because he doesn't claim trans people that way, you know, because even in the special, he doesn't tr- claim trans people that way, because in the special, he says that, you know, this is Daphne's tribe, you know what I mean? He said, this is my tribe, you know what I mean? And so, like, he said that he embraced her in his tribe, which he called comedy comedians that's how how he identifies or wants to identify himself as that's true in in the context you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. i felt like he was saying that when he was saying don't punch down he was saying don't punch down on like comedians you know which is fucking crazy to me but you know he talks about this this lady that like lost her life, this trans woman that lost her life. But he also talks about, you know, this is a person that loved his comedy and like defended him after his special came out because, you know, she didn't feel like, like the jokes were transphobic or whatever. Right. The thing I have the most problem with is that Mm -hmm. like, this goes back to like when I said like Dave makes these arguments, the way white people make these arguments about black people. Is that like, like all due respect and rest in peace to her, right? And rest in power to her, right? But if I were a racist white person and I got trolled and and called a racist for like doing a stand-up special and then I trotted out my black friend who like committed suicide because they like uh, defended me online when I was saying obviously racist shit. Mm-hmm. Like people would still call me a racist, and they would call me more of a racist because I would use the memory of that person to justify myself. Uh, yeah, I, yes. Okay. Yes. And that's what I really had the most yes. problem with because yes, you can say that you know people shouldn't have bullied her to the point where, and he's like he he was right to say that you know he's not sure and he's not going to blame people on Twitter for like. Her death, but he which did. Would be, like he did it, well, but he did it in such a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know. But like he kind of covered himself or whatever, and he said that because she could have had other things going on too, which is true, right? And he said, but it probably didn't help that like for like a whole week she was getting dragged on the Twitter, entire, which, which is, is true. Still also like that, true. that's yeah, a that's a real thing. Cyberbullying is a real thing, right? But the point in making that like that's. That you can take a person 
and I'm not transphobic because I have a trans friend and they even defended me. They defended me to their death, you know, basically. Meanwhile, you have an entire community that says that, listen, not only are we a community of people, but we are a community made up of people who you are telling these jokes about. And we think it's offensive, right? So you're taking your one trans friend and you're saying that's how untransphobic I am, that I have a trans friend and I would take this person under my wing and all this and that. But uh, even- I don't think you should go there because in the concept in the context of the special, Dave never stops Dave never acknowledges himself as not transphobic. So I don't I don't think you use that. What do you mean he never acknowledges himself? When you think about it, even up even up until this point, Dave goes along, and this is just in terms of, I guess, the comedic like essence of it. Like the entire time, Dave never comes from that angle of thinking like if funny enough, when you think about it, Dave never doesn't call himself not transphobic. You mean semantically? I guess I guess that's the way of putting it. But when you think about it, he never actually said he wasn't. So don't think about it in that sense. Because like I think in general, when he brings up that story, and mind you, I don't know his heart. I didn't know Daphne. You know what I mean? I don't know what actually happened. But I think when he brings that up, he is actually coming from this place of like, yo, listen. Sure, I know we've been having I've been having these issues and stuff. But I do bring this up because it's not. And this is going to get complicated. And sometimes I do this on behalf of some white people, depending on the circumstances of the instance where you were, where the community was like, yo, what the fuck you did here? You remember that? um, Logan, you remember that comedian or he's that daytime talk host and Ice Cube had to talk to him about. He called himself a field nigga on on live television. Bill Maher. Yeah, I remember Bill that Maher. Shit. You remember, you yeah. remember what happened with that? Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you smile like that when I said that? Because I knew exactly what you was talking about. Yeah. Oh, oh, and that just that's how. So, but anyway, like that's why I stopped listening to Bill Maher, though. So yeah, like, it's like one of those things. So pulled pulled that pulled that shit out, pulled that shit out, said that shit, and we was mm-hmm. like, yo, what the fuck. And and then we had to go through this whole thing because in that instance, I was like, was he being like hateful or whatnot? I'm not sure, but he made a mistake and we had to uh, I don't know if he was being hateful. We had we had to call him out for that shit and say something. But in this instance, it's like and so they had Ice Cube of all people. Yeah. Come on. Like, apologize. And, to, I, yeah. and I'm like, I'm like, word. OK. But now, nonetheless, <laughs> like him and Ice Cube. I know. Right. But anyway, him and Ice Cube are friends. They are cool. And Ice Cube wouldn't wouldn't come at him or anything. Now, Ice Cube can't speak on behalf of the black community. The entire right. fucking black community. But is, is Ice Cube is Ice Cube disingenuine for coming in one sense of defense of his friend? Because it's like, is Dave Chappelle disingenuine for bringing up the story that actually happened and actually having those feelings about that? You know what I mean? No, now, no, no. Ice Cube is not disingenuous for like defending his friend Bill Maher or asking that, you know, or being the person that like is the embodiment of the black community when Bill Maher has to say an apology Which he to, can't be to in well general. that's why they brought him up there that's why they bought his black ass up there after, a week after he says the n word on 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 air if we was going to be real about it so like no Ice Cube is not disingenuous about defending Bill Maher just the way Daphne isn't. Uh, disingenuous about defending Dave Chappelle. It's not that these people are disingenuous. But but now it's, Dave Chappelle bringing up the story you think is the akin to like, yo, I'm token out my black friend. Yes. And I'm like, do we do we yes. get to say that? Why not? 
Well, I'm not. I'm not saying. But why you're not. saying we do. We get to say that. But I'm asking, why not? Why would I not be able to say that? Because you you don't actually know the circumstances. Because I don't or... know Dave Chappelle. Because I'm saying like Dave Chappelle is the one that like he trots out the he made the formula in front of us. He's the one that made the the whole story. He laid the whole story out. This is somebody that like when you say like he didn't he doesn't uh, necessarily not call himself transphobic. And then I hear you say that, not even to argue with you, but I'm like, I'm thinking when you say that, I'm like, hmm, okay. If Dave doesn't call himself transphobic, then what the fuck is he mad about? No, like, what is you he... missed, Logan, you missed that. I mean, in terms of the comedy, Dave technically did call himself transphobic. Yeah, yes. he said Dave, so, transphobic. As a Dave joke, himself. yeah. Like, yeah, as a joke, he said it. But like... So, I'm saying I, like yeah, and that's why it's confusing. No, yeah. no, I don't feel like it's confusing at all. I feel like he semantically played with you know the word transphobic and stuff. But even in the special, I don't believe that Dave feels like he's transphobic, because he says in the special that you know like when he was talking about J.K. Rowling, it was a part where he was talking about J.K. Rowling or whatever. We could get to goes, that after, but so no, that's, wait, that's wait, not even okay. wait. Let, let me let me give him mm-hmm. a let me answer you. When he was talking about J.K. Rowling, right, and he goes, um, and then, like, they came up with this word that, you know, trans people, like, what they do is they like to come up with a word online so that uh, they can win arguments online. They like to make up words so they can uh, come up with an argument online. Is like when he said that J.K., what people were calling J.K. a, a turf, okay? So now, like, that's a real thing. Like, and that's... It's it's funny because like he's the guys is the veneer is that I'm making an argument not against trans people I'm making an argument against white people in the LGBTQ community that use their privilege whenever they feel like it's time to use their white privilege which okay fair valid but also you're saying that like trans people when they're saying hey there's these feminists over here that do not look out for our rights and they don't even look at us as women. You know, now that's a problem, right? So that's just trans okay. people making up words about th- about wanting to win petty arguments on the internet. That's not like people who actually are like defending their like right to live or right to exist or right to be as, as they are. That's just trans people making up words. So this is where I'm getting to where I'm like saying that like when you're saying like, can I just say that like, you know, this person is doing A, B or C when the person is telling us that, you know, yes, I am doing A, B or C. Dave doesn't believe he's a transphobe. Like he thinks it's a joke. Like he thinks that like the idea that he's transphobic is a joke. And that's why he keeps using it as a joke in his comedy special that he's a transphobe. You know, like he said that, you know. Daphne hugged him and then at the end of the whatever and he said he pushed her off and said you know because I'm transphobic I pushed her off and I was like boundaries you know what I mean and that was his joke about it right but he doesn't believe he's a transphobe that's why he makes that joke it's just, so and and this is the line where which I'm is between... why I, sorry which is why I said that you know it is disingenuous for him to bring out Daphne no and, so like, like that, but that see, way. yeah so this is this is the weird like topsy-turvy line because mm-hmm. like now I have to so it's like I have to separate 
for one for one instance of the conversation, I have to separate the man from the art. For the other instance, I almost have to like put them back in to actually examine what was going on. Because now you're talking about whether he did like try to have his token trans friend. And I am arguing the fact of was he or was he trying to actually argue a point of humanity between us as individuals? Because at the end of the day, we do kind of have to bring things down us as individuals because we have this tribalist attitude, which is one of the bigger problems, I feel, overarching problems, between whether it be black community, trans community, but in terms of his special, like, he's bringing up that instance, and I'm just like, hmm. My, now, I'm not, I'm not telling my, you you're wrong. No, no, you. my question to you would be then, after hearing that, right, a statement like that, my question to you would be, like, is it trans, is it uh, tribalist? Is it tribalist to want my humanity respected? As a person, individual, no. Yes. So why is it a did, tribalist did issue? Yes no, I'm no, agreeing no, no, no. with you. Okay, yeah, okay, when okay, you okay. say yeah. Why is it an issue then when if I tell you that something offends me that you've said, that you can't just take that and be like, oh, sorry, I I didn't know because I don't live your fucking experience. You know what I mean? I don't know because I'm not a black person, so I sh I don't know that I can't say certain things. I don't know because I'm not a gay person that I don't know that maybe this thing, and I don't mean like big things. I mean like there are things and slights that people say all the time that you're not supposed to say to each other. But why is it that we have to dig our heels in and be like, Oh, you're just offended about this. Oh, this is my job. Oh, this is like all the little things like this that like it's not new and it's not original. And so that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't I hear what you're saying, Mitch, when you're saying like, you know, this is the intention of the special and this is what. But I keep hearing people say that and I'm not quite sure that that's that. I'm not quite sure that's what the intention okay. is to actually bring us closer or whatever. I feel like that the man had. He has a chip on his shoulder about you know what he's what he's being told he can and cannot say or 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 whatever. I don't think that's what the chip is, but carry on. Cuz I do I do agree there's a chip, but I don't think that's where the chip is. But finish your thought first. Okay, I feel like the chip lies where he's like he he has a problem with what he can and cannot say that people are saying that you know you shouldn't say this about uh gay people or whatever, right? And maybe he in his mind equates it to well how come I can't say this about gay people and I can say this about black people, which to me is still fucking insane, right? Because when white people say shit about black people that they're not supposed to say, we do jump on them for that shit. You know what I mean? It's not like this this breath of thing. Like, this is what I mean about like homophobia and stuff. It's like we're picking and choosing. We're picking and choosing so that we can have an excuse for our homophobia now. You know what I mean? Like it's not a this is not a thing where this isn't like it's not a he's not wrong to say that like if a white gay person calls the police on him that they're gonna believe that white gay person right he's not mm -hmm. wrong in that mm -hmm. but um, the way he's framing the rest of that the way he's framing the rest of the special and the rest of the thing is very much hiding behind just that small principle of like the way intersectionality works when it comes to like a movement. And the thing is, is like, he's right to say that, you know, his pro like if his intentions were pure, that his intention would not be that he would be against uh, 
gay people, but he would be against white people. Like that, he is well within his rights to Logan, say that. Real, or whatever. real quick, real quick, I I have to interrupt because we're yeah, talking about it. intersectionality. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. This isn't even about like. No, I just want to hear what you got to say. There is an LG. We have an LGBTQ community, and right. funny enough. And and speaking of the intersection, and I think we might want to stay focused where we are right. in terms of the the relation between trans community and black community, because very often we try to lump them all together. You've been doing it on accident yourself. You've been referring to this as homophobia when we're talking about, which would be specifically for gays and lesbians. You brought up the white gay example. I'm not mm-hmm. saying those aren't good examples to talk about. And once again, this isn't tying into the main combo we're having. I'm just saying, I think we should I'm stay. I'm getting a phone call that's not quitting. Sorry, he just keeps trying to call yeah, me. So I'm just going to no, end. No, no problem. Yeah, go for it. Um, so I think we're, we do have to stay, keep the focus okay. on the specific transphobia because now we're kind of lumping them all together and they're not all the same. I, I'm saying that now because I've been hearing how the conversation has been going and we're literally doing it. Because when I say homophobia and I'm not playing the semantics of the situation, maybe you're right. Maybe I should be. Logan, maybe in, I'm not. in one sense, but that's why I brought it up. In one sense, you kind of are. Because the homophobia plays into it. Homophobia plays into transphobia. That's why this is a, there's a big reason why transphobia today exists the way it does. And it, a lot of it does come out of homophobia. When we're talking about the Adam's apples and the knuckles, it comes out of the homophobic fear that you're meeting a man who's pretending to be a woman so that he can dominate and fuck you, you know, and like basically rape you or whatever. Like that's a homophobic fear. So a lot of this ignorant shit is like the same shit. It, it gets specific when we're talking about, you know, one person or over the other, when we're talking about trans people as like a group specifically. But like the whole shit is homophobia. The whole shit for is the, homophobic. For the sake for the sake of the conversation and specifically with the show, though, I think it could get very confusing if we're just blurring the lines because in, in the special and especially with what you're arguing against, that's mm-hmm. technically what he was doing. So how does it look if we're doing the exact same thing? What do you mean? Like, and so if we're talking, let's make the separation. And once again, I didn't even mean to be talking about this this long. I was just bringing it up because on some level it was actually bothering me. Like right, right now, we're talking specific to the transphobia, to the transgender community and the mm-hmm. issues. We've heard the jokes in terms of the homophobia. And I'm not, I'm not saying this is a big deal. This, once again, this wasn't tied into the main convo. I'm just saying I think we should like, try to be respectful to each margin of that community. They aren't all the same. And for this argument specifically, unless you want to bring up like that example you brought up and you know, explain that, try to keep it to like, yo, we're talking transphobia to prevent confusion in terms of listeners and conversation. I just think it makes sense. Where did and you I think see the right. confusion at? That's what I want to know. It's just we're kind of we're we've been kind of blurring the line the entire time just between like, the phobias. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and see now you done made a joke, but I'm being kind of real. And I'm I'm not trying to spend any more time on it because I want you to finish your thought. I'm just like think on that and try to stay specific to which margin you're speaking on. Because I'm that's what I'm trying to say. It's it is an intersectional type of thing. Like even like when black trans people say that, you know, Dave Chappelle's jokes even if he believes they're aimed towards white people, hurt me too. It's they're tr- it's true. So it's not like, even if I was going to narrow it down even more, I'm like, oh, well, this is just representative of Dave's 
transphobia against white people, his white transphobia. It's like, it's no, like, that's, it's, it's still part of that bigger picture. You know what I mean? Like, the whole thing was, the whole special in its way was homophobic and transphobic and a little bit misogynist, misogynistic. You know what I mean? And, we don't really get as mad about the misogynistic jokes, which there is almost more of in the in the special, but but that but that is like if I was going like it I think what people also like make fun of people or liberal more liberal people about is that like you know this this idea that like if you're not saying the right thing at the right time then yes you're right there is like a cancel culture and things like that right Logan and I that's don't a wanna, real thing I don't I don't I don't want to spend that much time well, I wasn't I'm trying kidding. to give you what you want man I can't I didn't I didn't want this I'm just saying I'm you literally said, just I don't saying want this, you asked for it no I didn't I didn't want it to draw out I'm just saying in terms of the cast and listeners just to be yeah. cognizant of it so we kind of because otherwise it kind of gets it's like, all right, so which I don't think it's that much of a blur of the line when it when it comes to like transphobia and homophobia. I'm not saying that they don't have their own like special isms within each other. But like uh, if I'm if I'm saying like within context of my own speech and my own sentences, you know, what is going on with Dave and the Pacific the specific instance that I'm talking about, then like okay. I think that, you know, I think I'm being as clear as I can be about it. You know what I mean? Okay, if that's how you feel about it. I but I don't, yeah, like, I don't you know, like bring it, if, bring it on. If the audience doesn't feel that way, they'll let us know. You well, know what I'll I mean? tell you too. It has, well, I brought it up because I was like, because, and maybe it's just me, because I, I was like, I was like, fuck. Because uh, would a trans man, person be upset that? with me calling something that's transphobic also homophobic? Uh, I don't know. Odd. Here's my point. Okay, listen. But I honestly don't know. No, no, no. I no, I take you guys' point. Now, I, I, I take I take that point. Right. This is what my point is for this whole conversation. Is like if I say that right, and then like a trans person did say that they was upset to me. I can't just say, well, you know what? Homophobia and transphobia is the same thing. Bitch, get out my face. You know what I mean? Like I just can't do that. And that's what Dave Chappelle was doing for like a, a whole hour and thirty minutes. On the stage, and so that's what that's what I'm talking about. Is like beyond everything else we're talking about, like this whole thing, where it's like I should be able to say whatever it is I want to say about you. Just and it's like I don't even know where it comes from. You know what I mean? Because on the other hand, he's like, you shouldn't be able to say anything you want about black people. Which he's right, but why do you get it? Get to say anything you want. You don't get to say anything you want about gay people, which he's wrong. But like that's the point he's making, right? And it's just to me, it feels the same way as like when I hear like Hispanic people say like, you know, where's our civil rights to black people and shit. And it's like, go ask white people. Leave me the fuck out of that. You know what I mean? I don't. What do don't, you need to juxtapose me to the gay community and our struggles for? You know, what do you need to juxtapose that for? I'm not the one that made this paradigm this way. And uh, yes, white people come in. Like, I just don't 
like I don't feel the argument as as strongly as like some people have felt it. And I really think that's a it goes back to a lot of homophobia. But like I don't feel that as strongly that you know like black people just don't get the same rights that gay people do. Like that's just not how I feel about the thing. I don't feel that at all. I don't. I, I feel like what's really going on. I hope you're muted, Mitch, because like <laughs> that iPad was was blasting. Um, that wasn't me. <laughs> so I didn't like, have anything go up. No, no, no. Everything's fine. Um, uh, no, I just don't feel that way. I don't feel like there's a there's an either or when it comes to like black and gay issues. Like, and I think when that either or comes up, it's not coming from the black community or the gay community. I don't feel that way. These are two marginalized communities that you can't compare that way. White people in whatever class or community you put them in are going to have white privilege. That's not an excuse to be like, well, because there's gay people within the gay community, they're getting more clout than black people. That doesn't make sense. There's black people in the gay community, too. And well, even though yeah. even yeah, though white people in those communities take advantage of black people in those communities that does not mean that we have to look at the gay community at large overall and then juxtapose that entire experience against black people. That doesn't make sense. If anything, I think it means we should really need to start looking at how we are treating our um, black, gay and trans and lesbian people. You know, it's how, like, that's what I said, what I was trying to get across earlier Mm -hmm. about how as much as everything was so ignorant and I really didn't agree with a lot of what he was saying, his core point is something that I have really been discovering myself over this last uh, year or two. Even though I've never really considered myself racist, I'm definitely privileged and I'm privileged because I wasn't aware of, for many reasons, but (laughs) one of them being I wasn't aware of you know, Marsha P. Johnson, I wasn't aware of, like, a lot of things that are happening to the black community in the LGBT community and how they are being treated. And I still think that is definitely needed to be acknowledged and aided and help, like, you know, they deserve our acknowledgement and respect and assistance wherever they require it, you know. Um, Despite how he went about it, I definitely think that message got through to me and I think that's important, you know. Mm. That, um, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, keep going, keep that's going. That's how we, I feel about like, As much as, like, I get what you're saying, Logan, and when we're talking about Dave Chappelle, that is mm-hmm. 100% accurate. I just think pulling back from that and being like, oh, well, that is true. That is still true. He didn't say it right and it doesn't work in his context or his defense, but it's still true. And we still need to be sure we're looking at that, you know, as a society. We're looking at how we're treating the black people amongst the LGBT community. And we're not just putting, making, like, uh, allowing the LGBTQ whatever plus community being to be just a white space. We're not allowing it. Because, you know, when we're watching all these, like, I was watching all these movies the other day and there are a lot of, like, you know, movies coming out with, um, you know, uh, gay people and everything like that, like Love, Simon and stuff, mm-hmm. they're all white. I've not really seen that much of a black uh, LGBTQ plus example. I think in there's all the, in all these, like, positive movies. 
all the yeah, there's Moonlight and there's you that's know that's like it. <laughs> I've been rewatching Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and okay. Titus and stuff like that. Like you know what I mean? Like there are some examples here and there about you know black people in the community who are also gay. Um, but this it's not like it's not really mm-hmm. a thing that's shined a light on. You know how they're treated. How what their struggles are going through coming out to their families, as Logan was saying, with how mm-hmm. you know the black community has their issues with um, homophobia and stuff like that. Um, it's really big in yeah, England, true. from what I could tell from media. I obviously haven't lived through it or can experience or really speak on it that much, but from what oh, I've really? seen from other people's stories and stuff, it's. Well, yeah, have you seen Sex Education? Yes. No, I didn't great, see it. Yeah. Great show. Well, in that show, they go through uh, this guy called Eric's story and at first it goes through how his parents react to him being gay um, and being so flamboyantly gay in itself. Um, they're Nigerian. They're uh, first-generation Nigerian, so they moved from Nigeria over to England. They still have family in Nigeria. And it also goes into how he's not allowed to be gay in Nigeria as well due to um, some really intense homophobia that's over there to the point where they're dying, like they're being murdered mm. for being gay. Um, obviously, I can't explain it very well, <laughs> but it's definitely worth a watch or even just looking into, if you don't feel like watching the show, you can yeah, look yeah. into that. It's important. Um, so that was really important to see. That was really good. Well, um, in, in Africa, African countries, I mean, I say all of Africa I don't know, but in Africa, every country, <laughs> that's where it stems from in terms of African-American communities that that's been around for a long time. I'm not sure why, because I hear a different story. You guys know that artist Jadena? If you yeah. don't, it's okay. But he, yeah. he's, you know, he has African ancestry to me, to him. And originally my thought was that, yeah, African countries definitely hate it. And then he comes out and he's like, actually there are, there are many stories or just histories of, you know, African kingships embracing those sort of relationships. So he doesn't understand the confusion but that's where it stems from, and it's compli- it confuses me on how. A lot how. of it comes from colonization, Mitch. Yeah, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that can make sense as well. But th- that's still rampant in, in some of the countries as well. But then again, yeah, with all the slavery and the, the fighting and all that. But um, aside from that, yeah, it's honestly very, very complicated. Uh, psychologies and these psychologies are being mixed together, and it's way too hard to... Uh, stereotype such an intense thing on all these people who, like, you can only, I can only imagine the psychology psychology that was bred from being put through what they were put through, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, understandable. Back I on think to, oh, that, go ahead. I think that's what I wish would have happened instead and what we would have been talking about instead is what I would say about that. Is that like, we would i wish that we would be talking about you know how does the intersection affect black and trans people oh. and black and gay people within the lgbt community or yeah. just at in society at large you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like if we was going to talk about how racism affects black gay peoples and black lesbians and black trans people and black queer people you know I say that respectfully, sorry. But like, mm-hmm. you know, just that way. Well, that's what the Q stands for, but I still say it respectfully, you know? But like, okay. if that's how we we would want, if that's the conversation we would have wanted to have, you know, then that's the conversation we would have wanted to have. Instead of this weird pseudo conversation about, you know, black people not getting this and that from the gay people. Like, you know, like, 
I, that's that's the conversation I would be more interested in to have, you know, even in the future is that like, you know, what does that mean and what's that intersection mean? You know, I don't I just don't agree with the way these things were framed. And I think that like we have a lot of if anything, if I could I see that Claire gained like a positive at the show. And if I could mm. gain any positive out of not even the show, but just like this experience that we've all collectively yeah. collectively had to go through is that we just have like a lot of work to do. And it's not, that's not a negative to me. That's never been like a negative to me to say certain like, things like that. But we do have a lot of work to do where we need to look at like how we're treating like uh, marginalized people as always, but like, you know, people who are at the margins of the marginalized. You know what I mean? Mm. You know? I mean, yeah. if in terms of... Oh, you could go ahead, Claire. Go ahead, Mitch. We've been... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess I haven't... Well, I, I'm trying to listen to y'all because I... This one... This one is a little bit tougher for me. But so mm. it's like... Because I, I saw the special and I saw the things that made me cringe. But it it made me feel other things in terms of as a black person. Because there is... Especially with that example. Because I didn't even know that at first in terms of the baby like shooting and killing that actual person and nothing happening. And then, yeah, because, you know, what I take away from the special, whether, you know, the jokes were haha funny or it's like, wow, Dave, what are you doing? Because, like, I, I still did, like, for the most part, enjoy it. But I just had some, like, feelings. I was like, eh, but I'm not going to lie. But nonetheless, I was, because it's not about, like, and you brought it up, you're like, yo, go after the white people. And it's like, actually, it isn't just about them. It's actually about us and how we receive each other. What do you and mean by us? Us, I meant us as in like people in general, whether it be- Yeah, I was gonna be like, do you human- mean like us? Or do you mean like us? <laughs> no, Americans, <laughs> Australians, human beings. But that that was a big takeaway for me because it was like, it's not necessarily just about the white people. It's like- how do we receive each other? Why are we coming into these instances of disparity? I mean, you brought up the the white gay dude who called the cops on him, and it was like, mm-hmm. yo, we was having mm-hmm. issues till we reached this point. Why mm-hmm. would you even do that? But at any instance, shit like that can happen to all of us at any time, which at its at its base is what I think he was trying to get at. But like you guys were talking about, like it could have been better done. You know what I mean? And so for me, but that's that's really what I was like taking away because there was like, there's kind of this resentment that I feel that I didn't, that I, I'll honestly say, like, I don't feel as comfortable voicing because everybody's trying to be like, yeah, we got to we gotta get along and be in solidarity. And it's funny because I say that now, but Logan was like, class solidarity doesn't exist. And I was willing to have that conversation, yeah. but it, it brought up feelings. And though though it was maybe negative and like he said things, that none of us, all of us were like willing to hear, wanting to hear. I was like, there's a part of me that's like, shit, I don't think I would have honestly had this conversation with myself to be like, where is that resentment coming from? And why am I feeling that resentment? And that's something I think everybody has to take away no matter what margin you come from, because it's like, yeah, it does kind of sometimes feel like as a black person and Logan, you don't have to agree with me, but sometimes Mm. I do be feeling like, yo, all right, man, running this race for the struggle, help all those other people struggling. And as we're running that race, those people struggling, it seemed get treated a little slightly better. And then all of a sudden we forget about the other people struggling. And I'm not talking about trans community specific, any community that does that period. And I'm feeling that doesn't get talked about enough. And so that was my biggest takeaway from that. Cause I was like, you're, and, and especially where you're coming from, Logan, we aren't doing enough. 
Mm-hmm. And that's something that definitely did get brought up regardless. Like, there's a lot of conversations not being had. And I brought this up earlier because people are afraid to say things. And I'm like, yeah, there's a line. And that's what I felt. It was really about finding that line. Because sure, we need to be sensitive, not oversensitive, but definitely sensitive to the plight of others. But at the same thing, at the, I mean, at the same time, we have to be able to figure out a way to say those uncomfortable, cringy, resentful statements that we feel would get us a negative reaction. We have to be able to get those out somehow, communicate those properly, because otherwise we get a Dave Chappelle special that's for some reason that's controversial now when it'd be it'd be a lot better if everybody could understand where he's coming from. But we can't because we don't actually know him. We only know him as the comedian. And there was too much said for us to really have an opinion or feeling about it. Cause unfortunately, and all of us here, none of us know the the experience of like a trans person. Not really. We feel like we could understand it from like a logical perspective or from an educational standpoint, but I can't feel what a trans person is feeling. Yet I still need to say something about maybe the way I feel about something or certain issues and stuff like that. But we're in these spaces now where it's like I'm pulling back, and that's just as much of a problem as being oversensitive. And that's all I have to really say about that. I think he had, like, his friend, the tra- his trans friend, Daphne, uh, I think she had a good point when, like, he was saying that, like, they were both sitting on the on the stage, and he said that uh, he didn't really understand where she was coming from. And then she, like, switched on him, and she said, you know, I don't need you to understand me. Right. I just no, need right. you to understand that I'm... I'm having a, a, person, a human experience and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm going through human shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that like when I hear Mitch say that, you know, we don't know what it's like to go through whatever trans, trans people go through. Mm-hmm. And that's true. None of us on the pod, at least to my knowledge, are, you know, Logan, just real quick. Trans, correct, and that's it's okay. better to say we can experience but carry on, and I, I want to correct. It's, I would say it's what better to say pretend, I can't experience. Pretend just bullshit, man. What the hell? Where did it what? come from? Like, what are you talking what? about? Yo. Like, it's better. Like, even the voice you use, you're like, you're like. <laughs> well, no, because like, you guys, you guys, you guys are laughing. <laughs> you guys, that's what, that wasn't a swing. You guys are back to laughing. I'm legit, like, low key. I know it doesn't seem like it because, like, I deal with everything well. But, like, I legit had to have some real, some real problematic conversations with myself. And I'm just like. I do because it's not like, yeah, I feel this resentment, but that's only because I do respect the fact that you're having a human experience. And I do sometimes wonder, it's like, but do other people really, really feel the same way? And it's like, damn, I hate to feel like that. But in terms of what he's bringing up, it's just like to say, like, I can't know it still isn't even proper because on some level, I can know it. I can read about it. I can build my intelligence about it, but I can't experience it. Exactly, because I can't experience it. I can't have that experience. I cannot. And I just want to correct that. I don't know what you were even correcting, but it's all right. I just think that at the end of the day, Neither of you know what I go through as a woman. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I don't know what you guys go through at all as black men. And none of us know what a trans person will go through mm-hmm. and how they feel. And I just think if we all just had a tiny bit more empathy and stopped looking, like we're all the main characters who are in story, blah, 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 blah. But we have to be careful that that doesn't dismiss the other stories. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, mm-hmm. we don't yeah. and that's take the from anybody else and have mm-hmm. just that little bit of empathy in a sense when it comes to their lane and what they're going through. 
Right. You know, they wrote agree. their story, you didn't. Mm-hmm. 100% agree. So if they say that's offensive, then that's offensive because you don't know what it feels like. Thank you. You know? Yeah. No, I think that I think you're 100% right. I think that's well, where so that's where I was going with it, but yeah. Yeah. Like cis white people need to stop <laughs> jumping on bandwagons and saying what's offensive and what's not. I'm sorry, but at the end of the day, like I try and defend people and like educate people as much as I can when it comes to things that I'm not aware of, such as like um, being a person of color or being a trans person or being um, gay or lesbian because I don't actually know what that's like. I'm bisexual. That is, There is a difference. Um, so I try and be like, oh, I don't think you should say that when it comes to really intense things, but there are some things that I just shouldn't speak on because it's not my place. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not my experience. Yeah. And I just, I hate Twitter <laughs> to an was, extent because of that. I was worried about that as well for this conversation. There are some things I know that I'm passionate about saying. And I think I'm just passionate because I'm passionate about just the treatment of, period, of people, period. Like just the mm-hmm. treatment, how you treat a person. Me to you, you know. How are we mm. treating each other? You know what I mean? Yep. Like we can like that's why like I hear like when people say like we got to start the conversation all that and I and I hear it, but I never think that like the conversation is more important than your humanity and it's not an experiment, you know? Yeah. Like I don't want white people to start conversations with me for about racism for the same fucking reason. Like if it's like if I told you that I don't like when you use the N word, Chad. Like, and you don't, don't believe me or you don't feel the same way. Like, what the fuck? Why do I? Now I'm cutting this fucking spiral of a conversation. Why? I don't want to have that conversation, you know? And it's like, I don't think we should blame people for that. And I don't think we should that's blame. My- like, that's a privileged position to say that mm. I must have this conversation. Like, this is why yeah. black people started telling white people to just fucking Google it, you know, on the internet. Yeah. You know, it's like... Yeah. I'm already dealing with enough here. You know what I mean? So it's just. And like, as my mom said, which I've said on the. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. (laughs) No, it was you, I thought you finished it then. No. Sorry. Oh, I thought it was Mitch. No. No, it wasn't me. Um, I was just listening. I'm still like going. Damn, I swear I heard someone go to say something else. (laughs) We're about to wrap. Was it me? I swear it wasn't me. I'm just listening. As my mom said, um, and I've said this on the podcast before, you wouldn't ever ask someone to relive their traumas. And if you do, you're a sick fucking person. So how dare you ask someone who's obviously felt pain from a situation, explain to you why they felt that pain and have to validate that. Yeah. 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 Like how could you ask that? And just quickly, if you're on Twitter and you and you know who you are because as much as you might like to lie to yourself, you know this is you. Mm. and you have ever gone at somebody for something they posted, even if you 110% disagreed with it, and you've gone at them and you've gone at them and you've gone at them, what you're actually doing is bullying. What you are actually doing is cyberbullying, and no one is ever going to learn from that. You, You can say it's expressing your opinion. You can say you're trying to educate them that it's wrong, but you know 
they're just coming at somebody and telling them that they're worthless, that they're nothing, that they're shit, that they're stupid, no matter how stupid and worthless that they might be, you are actually bullying them and you're not putting anything positive in the world by doing that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. That's all I have to say. All right. Let's, uh, I think on that note we can wrap it up. Guys, you good? Yeah, yeah fine. I'm straight. Right. I mean, there's a, it's, it's too long. It's, too long yeah it's a lot because long, you know the yeah. thing it the whole thing is a lot it's, it's a, a lot, lot yeah, and yeah. it's a lot to even like we spent most of the episode on this and we got a lot of and good conversation out of it as we and we even exactly, could or yeah exactly to, and it makes me upset because yeah. it's like there's because there's a lot a, there you know there's a lot there you know yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and i don't know we'll break it up in other episodes i don't know I don't know if I want to talk about Dave Chappelle specifically, but maybe just themes about it. So, um, I don't know. What do I usually say? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. Yeah, wow. through me too, if it makes you feel better. I'm, Thank you. I'm very thrilled. Uh, do you have anything you want to leave the people with, Claire? Um, just oh, a heavy one today. Mm. I acknowledge my ignorance and my privilege and I do my best to learn. I seek out information all the time. Um, and even then I'll never know what the experience is like, but because of that, I can at least be a friend, you know, I can at least, I don't want to say ally cause I kind of hate that word to be real, but I can at least be a friend, I think is a really important word. Yeah. And that's not just to Logan and Mitchell, but, you know, I have friends in the LGBTQ plus world as well, plenty of them. Um, and I also have other friends that are very different. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say colors, but I meant to say people of color. Right. Um, <laughs> we're rainbows. Okay. We all come together. Anyway, I'm tired. I don't mean to be offensive. I'm sorry if that was offensive. No, you're fine. Fuck. Um, but I have varying different friends from varying different walks of life, is what I'm trying to say. And as I said before, I'm bisexual, yeah, but at the same time, I'm cis and I'm white. So it takes a lot for me to check myself and to make sure I educate myself. And I think I do all right at it. I do sort of hit and miss sometimes and I get cold on it. But I guess the best way to go about that is to accept it, take it on mm. the chin and move on, um, even apologize if necessary. So just make sure you guys are doing that if you are like myself and your sis and you're white or even if you're, you know, a person of color and you're not understanding the trans thing or et cetera, et cetera. Just if you get told it's not right, just take it on the chin and apologize. Google it later. Like, you got this. We're all just coexisting. <laughs> I'm so tired. I'm so sorry. That just exhausted You're me. That right. whole conversation. You are right. It was took exhausting. so much out of me. It was exhausting. <laughs> I'm just rambling. But it was exhausting for good reason. It's, Mitch, yeah. do you have anything you want to leave the people with? All, um, all I actually want to say, and I'm not even going to like do a touch thing, I'm just going to say um, rest in peace to Daphne. Because, you know, a lot of times whenever we, we have these like martyr-like figures in whatever community, we we bring them up as these topics of conversation like they weren't fucking people. Mm. We do that. And I know I'm not just saying that for, for Daphne. I mean, 
Elijah McCain's his his, his um the, the police assault him finally got justice. But we always tend to do that. And so and I and I always forget, but like I'm really just right now in my emotions because I'm like, damn, bro, people really just we really just have such difficulty getting along and it really causes me so much pain because life would be so much simpler if we could just figure it out. But for real, for real, rest in peace to you, Daphne. You are a person and I'm sorry we as all of our communities fucking failed you for real, for real. Mm. Like yeah. that's failure on us as human beings and we keep doing that shit and it's really not okay. But, you know, I hope you're having a better life in your afterlife or wherever you are because you are a human being and you deserve to be acknowledged as that. Not as some political statement or some piece of fucking gossip. Right. So rest in or peace. Or a rest comedy special. Or a comedy Example. special. Exactly. So rest in peace. You power. are a person. And I just want to say quickly, I know it's hard. I know it's hard checking yourself and checking your privilege. It's hard. But see, socializing is hard. Mm. Living amongst other human beings is fucking hard. Mm. And at the end of the day, if you only want to do something that brings yourself comfort, you're not living, you're not evolving, you're not growing, mm-hmm. you're staying stagnant and you're being left behind. So enjoy your life of misery and loneliness. Damn, Claire. Sorry, it just really got to me when you were saying about I'm, how it's really I mean, hard. I'm not glad, people I guess, not- but I wasn't shit me. <laughs> like when people, you know, it's hard for us to get along and it's like, yeah, it is fucking hard. It's hard. You know, I'm sure it's really fucking hard for those people that you're putting down with your jokes or your miss slights. It it cuts them deep. And you know what they're saying to you? Please don't do that. That's all they're fucking saying. They're not cutting you out of their life. They're not saying, you know, I can't do this. And if they are, whatever, that's pooey on them. Again, they'll probably be lonely too. But um, (laughs) most of the time they're not, you know. You're either going to end up alone and miserable or you're going to fucking try and live in a society. And that goes both ways. And they're trying on their own, so it's only fucking fair you try on yours, you know? That's all I have. Sorry, I'm, I got angry and then started yelling. No. With the <laughs> Points were made. <laughs> Fire was spit. <laughs> we, can't, we can't turn back now, Claire. No, no. The ship's yeah. already burning. We the are here now. Burning. The ship's already burning. Um. I just want to wrap up and say that, you know, I got the fucking wrecking crew. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> I didn't know that I was going to inspire Claire to do all that. I was just trying to keep it real because, like, I was nah. really, like, hurting for a little bit. And I was like, damn, we did that shit again. Yeah, that like, made these me people. angry because you got sad. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> You don't have to get angry when I get sad. It's okay for me to get yeah, sad. I, do. I don't do that often as I should, to I got be them maternal instincts. <laughs> 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 don't y'all hurt Mitchell that way and I'm like Claire I was talking to myself don't you drag grabs me don't you hurt him that way and I'm like okay <laughs> I love how Claire says she goes I got those maternal instincts just kidding fuck them kids you know what I'm saying <laughs> oh shit I think I missed that that's hilarious <laughs> she didn't say fuck them kids I had it's that. hilarious oh, okay. my maternal like I don't want kids so my maternal instincts just rage hard on all my friends all my adult 30 year old friends <laughs> that's cool still giant ass babies um, who haven't gotten their lives together yet yeah for like four more months Logie three more months don't do that don't do that you've already teased enough on that when is that month I'm trying not to expose yeah, your birthday in case you, you don't want to be exposed I'm messing with my mortality really? April that's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Remind me, it's fine. Oh. 
Listen, as always, if you like the show, share the show, please. <laughs> I'm like Jeb Bush. I'm like Jeb Bush. Please clap. <laughs> if you like, but no, if you like the show, there's no reason for you not to post the show and be like, hey, I like this show. Yeah, right. Um, Tell people. Communicate. If you hate the show. Don't be alone. <laughs> you know, nobody's done this yet. But if you hate the show, you should probably send it to your enemies and be like, Look, you know, man, I don't think they're going to do yeah. it. <laughs> I just Why think would they so, give you anything? You've made I think it so obvious funny. that's what they want. I think it's funny. I mean, funny. that's what you want. I think it, no, because the Loki that I am, <laughs> I would think it's funny to send somebody yeah. a podcast that I hate if I hated that person. So, like, that's kind of like, I know I'm kind of sharing the show, but at the same time, I'm like, eh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, for real. If you have like a transphobic uncle or something, like send them this one. It's gonna yeah. mess up their day, and that'll make us all feel good. There you go. Hey, there you go. That's a mission statement. And maybe they might learn something. Maybe they might learn something. Hopefully, <laughs> they'll learn something. Raise the roof because we're thanks. better than these. Yeah. We are. <laughs> are we though? Um, Oh, wait, no, I act like we're not, you but make we, we, we clearly are. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love how Logan's God mode and Logan's self depth mode is like just battling it out. Oh, <laughs> they're like, oh, you don't think they're on like they're right next to each other, just looking at oh, the yeah, line, like, like mm, mm, all the time, like just looking like at that, the like line. 90s bit of like the bitches who push each other off the stage, being like, yeah. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> yeah, it's just that's a <laughs> constant struggle inside of myself. Um, oh, this is a new thing. Uh, Facebook lets you like upload your podcast, like your RSS feed, straight to Facebook. So like you can go to Facebook now, and like the podcast is playing. So every time we like release an episode, it plays straight to uh, Facebook, which is great for me because I don't have to post on Facebook every time now. So that's my cheat code. So like if you want to hear full episodes, you can just go to our Facebook page at the Milk and Toast Podcast. Follow the page, and then you'll get uh, you'll get our episodes right when they come out, just as if you were getting them on Spotify or anywhere else. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, we're still on Good Pods, even though like I had a whole rant about Good Pods, and the rant wasn't a. It's just like we were saying the whole podcast this episode. It's not because I hate Good Pods. It's because. Want good pods to do better. Shit. I mean, um, even if you had said some bullshit, they'd probably still keep you on good pods. You just could. No, I've. Well, I don't know. I don't know. They they do they do shit over there. Listen, stay focused. <laughs> I gotta go. Anyways, you're right. <laughs> um, say, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I had to make sure I don't have anything else to say. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. This is what I always have to say. Have a good night. Have a good evening. Have a good drive in the morning. Have a good breakfast. Have a good dinner. Whatever time you're listening to the show, I just hope you're having a good one. Okay? I don't have anything else to say. So say bye to the people, Claire. Bye, guys. Have a good week. Say bye to the people, Mitch. Bye, 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 bye. Okay, nice. This is, this is switching it up. Rest in peace, headphone users. <laughs> I'm your host, Logan. And this has been the Milk and Toast Podcast, episode 25. We made it to 25. Oh, I fucking That's forgot, right. you asshole. Boom, 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 boom. I specifically asked you to make this a big... Uh, anyway, I'm not going to get upset because I don't have the time. <laughs> what? What are I'm not going to get upset because I don't have the time. This was a 25.